just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 67 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 3, episode 22, The Show Must Go On. Error. Reconfiguring. Perspective, nephew. I'm here to adjust yours. It's going to have problems with her hands. Someone yeah. she can pick up plates and not feel that they're boiling. You uh-huh. know, she's got asbestos fingers. They're going to be rough. What is that? Is that like, a crow's foot? What the fuck? At the cafe, like, can I can I see something Italian? Can I see that it had an impact on you? Can I see that what Keith and Lucas went through for them six weeks that you were away were worth it, Karen? Karen! You want the person you've become? Then do something about it, because no one's going to do it for you. Karen! Wild dreams are born. Wait, why are you making this shit up? What you, what's wrong with you? Be, no, not Philip. Felix. <laughs> Felix not working. Felix, it's over. <laughs> the Asna's doing you wonders. I watched him have a shit in an alley and I watched him kiss his first girlfriend. Must have been a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> when do you plan to start living? Hello, mate. Hello, guys. How you doing, Boozy? That's a one dunk and you're done kind of biscuit. I'm not fucking about, mate. He's like, don't be mean, no, Simon. Listen, keep being mean. I'm going to make you call me Colonel, okay? ATM over here. You've just become a raven. Love that. Love that. Love that. Don't in the snow. Keith, what is slab and beef? Absolutely. A los cuevos, a One Tree Hill podcast. Soy Simon, why me encanta One Tree Hill. Holiday. I was not expecting that. <laughs> So hello and welcome to the Ravens of One Tree Hill podcast where it is always 10.30 at night so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is season 3 episode 22, the show must go on, Dom, we're here, Christmas has been, Santa arrived, he departed, how are you my man? Good. Many seasons greetings to you all. How are you, my friend? How's things? How was <laughs> how was your your visit from Father Christmas? Well, firstly, we've been talking for half an hour before before recording, and we didn't talk about Christmas at all. And I assume it's because we I was assuming because we're going to talk about it now. But, but we also... didn't even greet each other <laughs> at the beginning. So this is this is, we've almost gone back in time. 35 minutes and then started again <laughs> uh santa was good i well you were santa. it's a secret it's a secret tom you were santa. i was santa i am santa shh, shh. i am santa 
I was actually worried that Luna was going to attack me <laughs> when I came in because she didn't recognise you. No, it was all right. The beard was very, very like itchy and in the face. So I did it for a while, and my feet sweated like in the fake boots. They were like boots that would go out. It was a whole thing. But yeah, it was a lovely moment. I it, my dream was actualized to be Santa. The Santa suit is, you know, in the bag. We'll go back up in the loft in a few days' time. Never to be seen again until twelve months' time. But yeah, it was good. It was really nice seeing family. Kind of had like two Christmases. I saw my my uh, parents where they live, and then had uh, the in-laws over here on Christmas Day. It was all really nice. And F cooked up a massive feast that I contributed a tiny bit towards. <laughs> and yeah, it was good. Good fun, and been enjoying the time since. I think I told you we got we got new sofas that are uh, they make like our previous sofa sofa was so deep you couldn't sit in it properly like it was just you could only lie down to slightly be comfortable on it <laughs> and these new sofas it's like oh it's nice to sit properly and been watching some really great TV it's just been nice to this period is great like this week between Christmas and New Year loving it but Dom. How was your Christmas? How was your merriment? <laughs> merriment. Yeah, it was good. It's been nice. Um, it's been so weird. And, and everyone that, uh, like, I I know, basically, like, my family and stuff have been saying, oh, it's so strange having me around, you know, because normally I'm um, knee-deep in shit would be the best way to describe it. But, yeah, I'd be working pretty solidly, having worked in retail most of my life, or pretty much all of my life. Um it definitely just made it sound like that you used to work in sanitation. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been good. I've really enjoyed it and I'm enjoying this time off and then back to work um, next week, which I'm actually, for the first time ever, looking forward to. <laughs> actually can't wait to go back to work and, you know, just get get cracking again and get stuck into to my job. So yeah, happy. Yeah, really, really good. Nice. Really good Christmas. What excellent! What was it a bit? Was it like an odd feeling for you to do Christmas Day, you know, at, at your parents, and then to come back to like you know your empty apartment? Was it kind of like because I'm assuming <laughs> that sad, lonely old man? <laughs> Fuck off we won't home. talk about we won't talk about you weeping in the corner on your own in the dark. I mean, that's you know besides the point. No, but I mean in terms of because I'm assuming that's it's the first time that you've you know gone and done the christmas stuff and then you've like come back home and it's like oh yeah because i don't live here so i'm not i know you haven't lived there before and the rest of it but do you know what i mean like was was that like was that strange was it good was it nice to be like okay now i can go home and you know watch four christmases and (laughs) die hard again i mean being at home uh was was nice it was just normal uh, and then getting to leave and come here and not have to uh, worry about any of that shit was was brilliant. That there was a fear that I would have to get up early on Boxing Day to drive my brother home because he had okay. he had work at the stadium, so he was working at uh, West Ham Stadium that that morning. No way. Yeah, yeah. He does like every game day. He he's working. He works in the um, in some of the lounges and stuff. 
What? Why have you never mentioned this? I, just, I don't know. It's not come up. I hadn't really thought about it. What? <laughs> so, because he's a sound engineer and he, yeah. lives, he lives locally to the stadium. He lives not far yeah. away. Um, and he knows people and stuff. They he Every game day that's at home, obviously, he gets asked to go and do set up the microphones and the PA system and stuff in some of the lounges. That's great. Does he get to watch the game? Yep. It's so frustrating because he gets paid to go and watch the, you know, the team he supports. Whereas I have That's to pay. Crazy. So he got paid like quite a substantial amount of money the other day to watch the football, even though we lost on Boxing Day, right? And I, mm-hmm. I must have paid about 120 quid for the whole experience um, to watch him lose. It's bollocks, you know, and that money's just sitting in his pocket. It's infuriating. Wrong line of work. Yeah. Well, you need to work out how you can use I, your skills to get in there. I keep saying to him, can't we just pretend I could act my way through it? Do you know what I mean? Just tell me, you point and tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'll be like your assistant. Yeah, and yeah be like, his assistant. Oh no, you got to be like signed in and you get, a, you get a badge and they put your picture on it and you get a wristband. And hmm. I could get all that. You could sort, so, sort so. me all that shit. That's great. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not scared about you know the the requirements. Yeah. I'm not scared at all. Just make it happen. And on the on the on the Boxing Day game, he was like put in charge because like, I guess the boss was unavailable that day, and one guy uh, couldn't make it in. They had COVID, so he's one man short. Mm. So I was like, I could be your guy. Just point and I'll do whatever. I don't care. And he said no. He said no. So he's not really my so, brother anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, Fair. There's one present well, you, I don't have to buy next year. <laughs> yeah, just Dan Scott him. You'd be oh, Dan, God. he'd be Keith. <laughs> just make those problems disappear, my friend. Consider that shit done. <laughs> Love it. Well, Love well there's, there's a the burning question on everybody's lips, Simon, is when you were having Christmas dinner, did everybody go, <laughs> oh, that looks nice. Can I have some of that? And and you go, of course you can, through gritted teeth. <laughs> you know what? It was all right. Um, F did a wonderful job of producing so many meats uh, <laughs> that people, like, there were three different meats, so people were fine. You know, they, they, had, they had enough. And uh, fortunately for me, I guess, there was, um, we forgot to put some of mine in. So we put it in a little bit late. So it arrived like partway through the meal. They've already eaten at this point. They've already. Fought. Did I still have room for more? Sure. Of course you did. <laughs> Get that nut so roast no. down here. <laughs> it was good. It was good. There was no. There were no problems. Everything was smooth. Um, so yeah. But speaking of which, we spoke about that. I think we spoke about that on the Home Alone podcast episode, which is. Because we were talking about Kevin's pizza, his cheese pizza and people eating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is up. That came out on Christmas Day. So if you haven't already, we put out all our back catalogue of movies that we've covered. But this is, you know, an up-to-date, a recent one that we did like a, a few weeks ago. So that is up. So please check it out if you enjoy Home Alone. We really enjoyed doing that one. That was maybe or maybe off for me personally that might be my favorite one that we've done that one casper uh, and die hard mm. which is coming out on new year's eve or new year's day one of those two it will be out by the time this is out so um yeah check that out as well 
yeah lots to look forward to so yeah if you give it a go listen to what amazed me is that there's six home alone films so if if that doesn't encourage you to listen to it to find out about the 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 random other four films that no one's ever heard of (laughs) then please please go and listen it's honestly it's it's worth it and we do like a, a review of each film so you'll know whether you should watch them or not <laughs> yeah we did it in a way of assuming that people hadn't seen the other four so don't be put off if you haven't seen those other four we sort of do it in a way of like dom just said it's like suggesting whether you should watch it or not um but yeah that was a lot of fun uh but dom a couple things did you know that there was a couple openings in what? There's an opening in my lineup. What about what about three of them things? Three openings in my lineup. I'm not sure. Hmm. It's gonna have to be some good names for this for there to be openings in my lineups. <laughs> we judging on names now. I'm just you know I've got high expectations. My my Ravens and my team have to perform so these three names have to be performers they got to be good to go they got to be ready i want to see skills mm. like not actually the character skills but like skill from this <laughs> you want to see skill at the level of skills exactly i want heart i want dedication mm-hmm. i want passion and i want breezy movement breezy movement. just be breezy be breezy <laughs> <laughs> quick feet quick feet <laughs> <laughs> Well, what if I told you our first person is not a new raven, but they are an improved raven (laughs) because Dawn, Dawn has gone from junior varsity to varsity. So, Dawn, Dom. Dawn, I've been impressed with your performances. (laughs) You've done well. And you deserve your place, rightly so, in the varsity team. You just became a better Raven. <laughs> I love that there's levels to Ravens now. <laughs> well, what what if someone just came straight in and thought, you know what, fuck junior varsity. Ooh. It's not my level. <laughs> it's not my level. I'm too good for this shit. I'm not in the junior leagues. I'm not Bush League. I'm professional. So what if someone came straight in at Varsity, Dom? Well, (laughs) give me the name. I want the name. Who's impressed? Who's impressed me in the tryouts? Who's who's come to tryouts and, you know, while everyone's at the side being sick and just covered in their Mm -hmm. own vomit, they're just, they're still running and going and performing. Mm -hmm. Who, give me that name. Claire. Claire, you absolutely smashed it, Claire. I watched. I didn't know your name, but I watched. And there's an opening in my lineup. Because, Claire, you just became a raven. You looked at Claire, you gave a glare, you thought, she's so good, how can she dare? Will she fare well, or will it go badly? Will it be sadly? Will it be Bradley Cooper? Or Bruce Willis from Looper. Because we know, know. It's a real... He's a hooper. Like hot Uncle Cooper. <laughs> He's a stormtrooper. 
because there's a million other dudes just like him. And I don't take no You're not pooper. special. <laughs> if you did, put it in a pooper scooper. <laughs> you trooper. Speaking of troopers, what if... Dom, it's hard to imagine this. I'm sorry. It's a ludicrous scenario, but... What if someone came straight in at Hall of Fame? Difficult, difficult challenge. This is something that is rare, <laughs> seldom happens. I'd want to see something very special. You've got to be the Nathan Scott of the team to just make it straight in. And we've already got Nathan Scott, so... I, I mean, I'm talking... Don't need a trial, no Bush League, no amateur. They're actually coming in with nike sponsorships they've got their own trainer sneaker for our north american friend <laughs> they've, they've got endorsements <laughs> they've got power behind them they're not worried about hcm they eat hcm for <laughs> breakfast they've got they haven't got an inhaler in a bag on next to the core not at all they're not friends with mouth Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What are you saying? If you're friends with Mouth, eventually you might shoot up a school. Because <laughs> you get dropped. Watch, someone someone put eyes on Gigi. Put eyes on Gigi now. <laughs> no, Dom, I'm talking straight into Hall of Fame. Hall of motherfucking fame. Who is it? Fame! I want to live forever. I'm going to learn how to fly. Hi. You know he's flying high with the Ravens. I want to know. Give me the name. Give me the name. Edward. No. Shut up. Shut up. I knew this would happen. I knew it. Edward. <laughs> Edward. Edward. To him. You just became a Raven. Yes, Edward. Uh, Edward's been Edward's been down for a long time. He's been catching up, and he's been telling me a lot of people do this when they're catching up. They're like, "When I get when I'm up to date, I'm becoming a raven. It's happening." And he did not waver on his promise. He was straight in there. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of our ravens, Dawn, Claire, Edward. Thank you so much. If you want to do something good with your life. <laughs> And feel good about what you're doing, then we recommend giving to charity because that's a good thing to do. But once you've done that, <laughs> come over to ravenshoops.net and get involved in the community. There's a point, right, Dom? There's going to be a point when we we finish season nine. Okay, this is the, this is our podcast channel. We're going to continue movies, TV shows, other things, right? But in the scope of One Tree Hill which is our main meal of, of the evening. It's the main course, hmm. okay? We're not talking soup. I'm not talking sticky toffee pudding. I'm talking the main here, right? I'm talking trout. <laughs> I'm talking steak. I'm talking a lasagna. I'm talking shepherd's pie. Go for something vegetable. Everything's got meat in it. Pick something vegetable. I had vegetarian shepherd's pie. I had it last oh, night. Okay. Linguini. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Main course. Give me some main courses. Uh, pizza. 
Yeah. <laughs> Burgers. Burgers. Hot dogs. Cake. Curry. <laughs> no, cake's dessert, Dom. Jeez, head in the game. This is right now, this One Tree Hill, up until the end of Season 9, this is the main course. If you're not a raven during the time of us ravening, will you ever forgive yourself? Mm. Can you really call yourself a raven or a One Tree Hill fan? Will you forever be a pigeon? Pigeons aren't in the show. You know where pigeons are? In the pilot, they scare Haley as they're walking down talking about porn star names, right? I didn't see a pigeon since. Are you a pilot pigeon? Or are you a nine-season raven? (laughs) I know what I'd rather be. I know what I am. I'm a raven. Are you a raven? Or are you a misbehaving pigeon? That's shitting on people in steeples and feeling shit about themselves. You might as well be living on shelves because you're not in a main course. You're more like when Tesco got found out for having meat, which was horse. Do you know who the source (laughs) of that story was? Was it you? It was Roz. You know who Roz is? (laughs) Me neither. That's the end of that. So, <laughs> so basically, don't be a Tesco's lasagna. <laughs> be, <laughs> be a one tree or raven. Was it in a lasagna? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't Tesco's own though. Let's just make that clear from a legal point of view. <laughs> Can we just for people that don't know, which is most people i'm going to imagine listening tesco is like the major supermarket here in the uk it's like what i would imagine walmart to be i know walmart is asda but you know i can't it's like the big it's the big brand isn't it it's the the big one it's the main supermarket isn't it the main yeah but they got caught out because oh there was this scandal that they sold a lasagna that had horse meat in it instead of beef. I'm guessing it was beef. Was it Finder's lasagnas? Something like that? I can't remember. So so, so it wasn't even theirs. I thought it was theirs. So it was just like, it's like saying I bought a can of Heinz baked beans from Tesco and there was a thumb in it. Mm. You know, I blame Heinz. I don't blame Tesco. They're just the middleman, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. It was another company that was producing lasagna was beef but it was horse meat crazy <laughs> well it wasn't just one it wasn't just like one and they're like that's not beef that's a bit more you know chewy or whatever no there's loads of them it was a whole like it was their whole range of that type of lasagna it was it was horse that's meat not, that's crazy i mean i don't want to be that guy i don't want to be that guy but right you're a meat eater right mm-hmm would would it bother you to eat a horse? Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't be too happy about it. But you eat cows and chickens and stuff. But there's a there's like an I'm... there's an irregularity to that though, isn't there? There's a regularity to the meats that we do eat, and there's an irregularity to the meats we don't. So, it's... what's the regularity though? Is it they're they're common meats? It's it's what you find in your everyday foodstuffs, which mm-hmm. which is you know considered the norm, I suppose. But why? But what? Well, fundamentally, what difference is it to eat in a cow, to eat in 
a zebra to eat in a alligator to eat in like you know if you're eating flesh you're eating flesh yeah i guess so like fundamentally there isn't a difference but that's about it really so little horse then (laughs) (laughs) f had f had um (laughs) we went to like a really posh indian once it's like a michelin star indian it was just a complete random like this like 10 years ago and um and there was zebra crazy (laughs) it's weird isn't it like i mean there's places you can get kangaroo and shark and all sorts shark yeah crazy anyway sorry (laughs) i know this is a topic this is a topic that divides people and it's not and i've never been a preachy vegetarian um though it may have come across that way just now (laughs) but i don't i don't care what other people eat i only care about what i eat um like and I, I cook meat, um, you know, I cook meat for F and stuff. But I just, uh, yeah, it's like my beliefs are my own, not to put on to other people. But uh, but yeah, sometimes I just think that's interesting that people are like, well, I would eat this, but I wouldn't eat that. But well, it's just it's just like society has trained us to drink cow's milk, to uh, you know, you know, eat certain animals over others and all the rest of it crazy but speaking of what also is crazy is this episode of one tree hill <laughs> no horse eating here <laughs> <laughs> that we're aware of we don't know what was in the wedding cake Dom. we don't know what, what the main mm, course this was. wedding cake is delicious what is it oh it's, it's a horse sponge <laughs> <laughs> nay <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> that was a good horse noise you just did. Thank you. Well, firstly, can we just tell the story of how we watched this? Because we weren't... <laughs> Do you want to tell it? Maybe you should tell it. Well, I'd just like to say that um, <laughs> we weren't going to watch it, were we? We weren't originally going to watch it when we watched it because we were going to watch a Christmas film. It was just before Christmas. We thought we'd watch a Christmas film with our our Raven family on the watch along, um, which we were really looking forward to. Um, Dom. But really, the truth. I wasn't looking forward to because it's yeah. one of those Hallmark made for TV kind of films. You know, okay, fair enough. It has a couple of actors in it that are in the show, but I was not looking forward to it. What I was looking what? forward to is finding out how this season was due to end. And I was desperate, desperate to watch it. So for the whole episode prior to that, so the last episode, I basically said and outlined that my desire to watch the next episode being the season finale and that, you know, we should go to a little vote and the watch along. And no, let... wait, 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 wait. You're twisting it already. <laughs> wait, firstly, the movie Spin. was Christmas, Christmas on the on the bayou. Rubbish. Right. Well, hang on. Which... <laughs> was starring Tyler Hilton, who obviously is Chris Keller, and Hilary Burton, who, of course, is Peyton Sawyer. And I'd arranged it and put it out, and we'd put a date out, and Ravens were coming, and it was... We didn't think we were going to be recording an episode of the podcast. We've actually only had one week break for Christmas. We were going to have two, but we actually... And within that time, we also recorded Home Alone and Die Hard. So we actually 
we actually podcasted more <laughs> like you know we did an extra like 50 percent than we normally do yeah that's right just keep going it's <laughs> like is that right i think so <laughs> too much too much horse meat in the brain um but right and then you started saying you didn't want to watch it because you thought it was going to be trash and i said was i you wrong? said well hang on <laughs> Some pack one one parcel at a time, <laughs> one horse lasagna at, at a time. You said, "Let's just watch the other film," and I oh, sorry, let's just watch the finale. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, "Let's put it to a vote." You wanted to say, "Let's just say, let's just they'll want to watch it." And I said, "Let's let them vote." And I said it had to be seventy five percent, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And then we went to the Ravens came on. Then what happened? Well, it's basically unanimous. We went one by one. I kept quiet. In fact, I disappeared for some of it to go and make myself a cup of tea. And I could hear every word you were saying, all the bad things you were saying about me, to our fellowship Never. of ravens. And Never. they, uh, I, the, the very, like, all of them basically said, yes, they'd much rather watch the finale. Some of them kind of went, I feel a bit bad for ravens that haven't joined because they thought it was going to be the film. And that's that's life. That's too bad, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I was also wanting to watch the finale as well. I just didn't want to let people down, or I didn't want people to miss the opportunity of watching the finale with us. But to make up for it, we uploaded the entire watch along in one part um, for on RavensHoops.net, and a lot of people commented saying that they really loved that. They loved that. It was the whole thing. Um, so we said that on like special occasion and stuff, we can do that, right? Um, it's kind of it's kind of up to you because you know you do the highlights, but um, and I like the highlights because kind of like we, yeah, well, I don't know. It's what whatever people want. We just do. <laughs> it's because I kind of edit the episode to how I would, <laughs> I would like the episode. To be honest, it's just every, anything with Peyton and Jake has been removed. <laughs> When you get a bit more advanced with your editing, you'll start adding CGI, <laughs> like adding extra bits in. I'm going to put, yeah, I'm going to put in, this is how I would have done the scene. And then just, it will be me. Favorite performer, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please put us in at some point. Okay. Just put us in the background or something. Somewhere. Yeah. I can be, we can put ourselves as favorite background performer. Okay. But we ended up watching the finale. And if if you haven't already ravenshoops.net for dom's reaction is you have to be varsity level or above to enjoy that perk that dom's reactions are his best i think in my opinion as you know because i'm also a fan of it's like i (laughs) i get to experience it too do you know what i mean Mm. i'm not saying like i'm like a fan of our own podcast but i mean i'm a fan of watching you react as much as everybody else is because we're all in the same boat that's surrounding you you know and they were they were your best reactions you were like almost underneath your hoodie at one point hiding hiding it was very tense sort of situation you know when you can you can kind of see that disaster is about to strike that's all i was waiting for just waiting for the moment and yeah it became quite tense but a week or so, or maybe four or five days later, we did watch Christmas on the Bayou with our, with our Ravens. I'd just like to point and... out, on both occasions, 
the raven that picked the film didn't even turn up. <laughs> Hashtag Emily. <laughs> we love you, Emily. But if you're going to put this stuff out, you got to show up. Yep. You <laughs> show if up. you're putting us through the pain, you got to you got to bear with it as well. What well, I was saying to you that we should do like an an just like a twenty minute podcast about the film like just like 20 minute conversation just to put it out there so we can cover it so we can cover them each year you know like whichever christmas film that we're doing with one tree hill cast members in so we should do that Mm. (laughs) you don't even want to talk about it it was such a bad film don't give it away (laughs) (laughs) oh god it was classic it was classic classic kind of that sort of christmas film wasn't it Mm-hmm. there's a there's not a lot except it was very not christmasy yeah well like our version of christmas it was very not christmasy oh what do you mean like as in because it was, like, of, it was, it was in louisiana weather wasn't it? and stuff yeah but i mean there wasn't even that much christmas in it it sort of popped in at the end mm, true and we've got like you know the guy that's santa or not santa i'm still not clear on that but <laughs> hold on that we'll talk about it we'll do a separate thing on that so yeah so that so we watched the finale obviously we're going to talk all about that in a minute i did just want to say that i have missed one tree hill like i watched it today or was listening to it while doing stuff around the house and because it's been how long since we watched the finale maybe only like two and a half weeks two weeks no yeah just two weeks wasn't it it's just two weeks is that it yeah because we did we did it on the tuesday so the night before your son's birthday Mm -hmm. and then we had christmas week and then this week yeah it's only been two weeks crazy well i've missed it i've missed it um so it was nice to get back and dom i don't know if you can see you see this here, this picture here. This is the One Tree Hill Bridge. Mm. I got, I got this. It's like an, it's like a painting that's been someone's done, or like a print of a painting, and it has the tag. You know, the I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. I got this for, as a Secret Santa present from work. Like we did Secret Santa, and um, I was like, wow, this is perfect, amazing, and it kind of goes with the the coloring of the picture of me and F that I put next to it. And you know who my secret Santa was? Is it? it was Ephany. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was all at random. Like, we got it, you know, it was through, like, a computer-generated thing. But, yeah, I was like, it's so good. I can't believe this person has got this. And then it got revealed, and I was like, oh. It was okay. your own wife. <laughs> Which is why it was so spot on. Perfect. Perfect. And the one, other, the one other thing I just want to mention is... It's award season, Dom. It's award season. We have you get you know coming up in February, March. You get like the Oscars. You know the Grammys just went, didn't it? I think MTV VMAs, MTV EMAs, MTV Movie Awards, MTV Music Awards, MTV Two Awards, <laughs> MTV Bass Awards. There's a lot of MTV awards. MTV too. What other awards are there? Uh, Afters. Sure. Golden Globes. Mobos. The Mobos. Brits. Brit there? Awards. Yeah. 
Emmys. <laughs> we know someone that's got an Emmy. Olivier Awards? Sure. <laughs> but then there's also the Lexi Awards. Of course. And, of course, we won Best Podcast last year. Goes without saying. Even over their podcast. <laughs> 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 and of course we got to be back to back champs because is there any better no <laughs> of course not oh dear i saw you won a competition so, though the other day i did i'd just like that to was... say i just like, no, no, yeah. no 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 before you say what you're gonna say i'd just sure. like to say that you won a competition on lex and matt's excellent adventure yep right to the box set of Smallville or something like that. Digital copy of all of Smallville, yeah. Yep. And you also do a podcast with Lex, right? Yes. So just just one word. Just gonna put it out there. Rigged. Well <laughs> I've seen the footage. There's a gap I... in the footage. It's bollocks. <laughs> I, 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 I do you know well. I I I I didn't question. I would never question Lex's integrity. I mean, and we're talking about Smallville, which is Superman, and he has perfect integrity, right? So it would never happen. Um, Lex Luther, no integrity, <laughs> scheming, rigged. <laughs> well, I so there. Were, I I had I I questioned it. I was like, really? I. I won for it. And she's like, yeah. And like, you look at the footage, he recorded it. It was random selection. There's like 45 people that entered. And I, it was me, number six. Very nice. No, it's good. Um, people people might think I, I, I slate Lex because she's trying to steal you away from me with Capeside Chats. But not at all. I love it when Lex comes on. Um, yeah, she's brilliant. So hopefully we get some sort of Lexi. And uh, yeah, please vote for us, everyone. <laughs> Well, but yeah, it was. I, just, I thought it was hilarious that you won it. You do a, you do a podcast with Lex. She's, she's joined us on the Ravens quite a, quite a few times now, and all of a sudden you're winning <laughs> their competition on their podcast. It just really made me laugh. I thought it was hilarious. Do, do, do you not do you not think I deserve to win competitions? I think you deserve everything and anything. You are Thank one. You. You're just wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Did I deserve asthma? Did you, is that you? Did you put that on me? You said anything and everything. You didn't specify good things. I specify good things. Only the good things. The bad things, I hope they get taken away. Thank you. <gasps> I can breathe. <laughs> Have a puff. <laughs> I only want good things for you too, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Except for when we get but- to like three minutes before the watch along and you're screaming at me for being a bully. (laughs) That that all goes away, that niceness, doesn't it? It all goes away. (laughs) We've had some really lovely reviews. I screenshotted and sent them to you. And a few of them had said, you know, I love this, I love that. And I love, you know, the chemistry and, and, you know, all these really lovely things. And then one of them said, I love the way that Dom just consistently teases Simon. (laughs) And I was like, maybe this is like, I just, I'm unaware because, you know, it's an outside looking in and actually you just continuously, you know, 
just bullying me? Is that how do you see it from your perspective? Self defense all the way, all the time. I have to, I just have to stick up for myself, and you know, although you can't physically get at me, you very much verbally get at me, and I have to defend myself. Wow, wow! I've got you a Christmas present. I. You know, Oh, don't then put in that you've got me a Christmas present. <laughs> That's it. No, just... you know I do. <laughs> you know I did. I exchanged it, and I've got the exchanged one under my desk. And if well, you continue like this, <laughs> well, if you continue like this, I'm going to get the um, scissors out and just start cutting it up. It would be a shame to waste it, but it is your money. <laughs> <laughs> So, I would never. It's really nice, though. Really I'm looking nice. forward to it. I hope you like your one that I got you. I do. It's been in the wash. You've already so washed it. Already sterilized ready, it. Ready to wear. I pre-wash these days. Yeah, but that's them. sensible. Yeah, it's, pretty... it's ready to wear. I'm, I think I'll wear it tomorrow. Nice. Is it not? It's we not... got Palace at the weekend, haven't we? Oh, I'll we got Palace at the weekend, don't we, son? Don't we, mate? Oh, you what? Go down Palace. Go fuck them up, haven't we? I hope so. I really wasn't we expecting to. you to say that. <laughs> oh, we got Palace at the weekend. I did not say it like that. Hey, I said we have Pat. We've got Palace at the weekend, not we? I said, <laughs> I said we've got Palace at the weekend. The team is called Crystal Palace. I'm not saying we've got Crystal at the weekend. It's not Crystal Maze, is it? It's not a Crystal Maze, no. Yeah, Crystal Palace at the weekend. Palace at the weekend, isn't it? <laughs> So, all right, the point is, is their inbox has been inundated with votes for us for podcast of the year because I I put some stuff out on my story and on the Raven story on our Instagram. And then also I just messaged a couple like, you know, of the loyals, the, 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 some of the, the, yeah. And yeah, they've just been inundating. Like Marine was just like, is it cool if I do it for multiple accounts? I was like, I encourage it. <laughs> Actively encourage that that shit. <laughs> and, we're, and we're grateful. I also demanded that we get two trophies this year. Um, because, you know, famously, I have the Lexi from last year. I, I don't mind if we get one and you have that one as well. No, 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 no. If you, if it's one, then this is yours. That's the, that's fair. That's equal. Is it a Chili's award? Is that is that what is it yeah. a chili or something like that? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, chili. Nice. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's only fair that you'd get it this year, and especially, you know, everything you 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 we've got it a perfect balance now, marriage of synergy. I edited the po- I edit the podcast, you edit the watch along for now. <laughs> what does that mean? You're like, oh, we just put the whole video out. <laughs> no, well, I didn't want that. They wanted it. They obviously don't want you to have to. They want you to do less. Anyway, the point is, Dom, is if if it's if it's one, it's yours. If there's two, then perfect. And if it is two, I'm going to say, get him one for last year. Come on. <laughs> Let's make it three. So we both got we're two. Bringing, yeah, we're bringing listeners to their show. This is a fact. Uh, there's times they introduce it and say, 
you know, welcome to our new listeners. We appreciate it. Some of you might be from the UK and whatever, from the Ravens. We're doing you a service. We need free trophies. <laughs> In fact, hashtag free trophies. Everyone, to social media, to Instagram now, at Lex and Matt's podcast. We need free trophies. Wait, when does the award get... When's the award ceremony? When's it announced? Versus I when this goes already, out? I, I think they recorded it last night. So... I think it comes out on Saturday. <laughs> but this will be... This will come out on Tuesday. This will be four days late. <laughs> They won't send it the weekend though, will they? They've got to, they've got to get it engraved and everything because this this engraved the 2020 Lexi Award Best Podcast Ravens. I'm guessing Lex only listens to a couple of episodes. She listens to the favourite ones, so she might listen to this one because this is a good episode. She, she listens to all of them, I think. She she messages me to oh. you know say we're talking too much about dicks and stuff. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> What? Maybe I'll listen to Gameside Chats then. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I won't. Why not? <laughs> My point is, Lex, if you're listening, you're a superstar, just send the one award. Simon can have it. <laughs> I'm okay. He's saying three. He's saying, he's saying it through gr- grimacing teeth. I don't want to put he people out. I don't, I don't want to... Putting li- them out? Yeah, Lex is going to have spotlight. to like, pay extra money for that it's heavy the weighty award it's not cheap i'll i will send her something i'm looking around my room i will send her dawson's creek oh but i'll send her a dawson's creek t-shirt she might not want that and there's one that she wants the ice house one yeah yeah no, it'll, it'll work out it'll work out <laughs> so should we talk one tree hill sure <laughs> Well, Dom, we have a guest tonight. Do you know? Have I told you who's on? They told me they're on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, who have we got on tonight? It's LDG, right? LD to the motherfucking G. First time on the podcast. <laughs> Has been on Watch Alongs. Consistent. She's like one that reliable yeah oh, definitely yeah always, always there putting us straight <laughs> telling us how it is and yeah, yeah I've, I've quite often sort of got up in the morning like obviously in the uk and been about to start work and then i've then had messages from ldg saying just listen to this so you know I've, have you listened to that and this that and you know kind of setting me straight and i'm like go to sleep it's like 2 a.m for you what is wrong with you you know and she's like no i've got things to do i'm like oh god i'm just terrified (laughs) fair there you go so she'll be on the podcast in about 20 minutes before that shall we talk let's just pad out the time until she turns up then then... (laughs) (laughs) well Let's let's talk about this episode. So it's a finale. We've got to talk a lot about your predictions because obviously it's it's left on a cliffhanger and we're going into season four, which is crazy. How has the time gone so quickly? It's nuts, isn't it? It's just nuts. It's crazy. I can't believe how fast we've got to the end of season three and we've made it to another finale. And tonight we're going to watch season four, episode one. I just... I can't, it's crazy, it's mad to think. 
and by let me hold on let me work this out let me work this out careful if you're using the calendar i use we'll be going in 2025 when it actually looks like we're going in 2024 do you know that i i reckon that might be the next flight i go on that might be the first covid flight i go on is to wilmington so in our birthday week will be the end of season four Ooh. Wait, firstly, I love that we have a birthday week. Because <laughs> famously, Dom is exactly two weeks older than me. Mm. So are you saying in the week in the middle? It's the week between us, yeah, in our birthday week. Ooh. I like that now that's our birthday week. It's a Sunday this year. Interesting. That's the day that we were born. It is. I know that because I was born on a Sunday. <laughs> me too. Means you must have been born on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> We were born and ready for the week. We, we Get this shit going. Yeah, what a big day tomorrow. Bring on Monday, bitch. <laughs> no Sunday blues here. We're yeah. ready to go. <laughs> what time are you born? Uh, 1.14 in the afternoon. Oh. You? 10 p.m. Oh, I was really hoping you go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it would have been nice if it was 10.30. I must have been out and then like, cool snacks sweet cupboard quick only got half an hour i got to put die hard i got to pick a film yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that takes up that time uh our son was born at 12 minutes past 10 oh wow so he had less time to choose a film and get his snacks but... yeah but he already knows what he wants smart smart baby i almost he almost cried today because um so he runs around now like he can run everywhere my dad was here yesterday and he put like you know child locks on all of the doors and stuff like on the kitchen doors and whatever uh which is awesome it's great uh, um i was like but now i can like play wrestle with him and stuff like he gets he gets the humor and the jokes like he will like start to walk away I'll go, where are you going where are you going like in that sort of voice and go ha, 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 and like loves it and uh and I was messing around with him today and uh, I sort of pulled him round and he bit me, right? Which happens every now and again, right? Because teething. But he bit me right on the nipple. Oh. <laughs> I had a t-shirt on. <laughs> it was like... And, but I would let out a, like a... Ah, <laughs> sort of noise. Yelp. <laughs> and then, but instantly when I've done that, his eyes start to fill, you know, like tears because he thinks it's hurt me. And so I had to go, ah, ha, 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 everything's okay. I'm okay. Is there blood coming through my white T-shirt? No, it's fine. You just saw a burger and wanted a bite. I get it. I get it. He's a meat eater. <laughs> well, we're actually raising a vegetarian. Interesting. Yeah, conversation for another time. But uh, I also, I had my booster today. Have you had, you've had yours already, haven't you? I have, yeah. It actually made me feel quite ill. I had it Like ju- immediately or like later that day? The next day. Uh, li- oh, no. I felt like someone that was like sitting on my chest for, for about four days. So like for, for basically throughout Christmas. And I've still got a bit of a cough from it now. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you get affected when you had the the vaccines previously? Only only aches on things that already had like your arm aches and stuff. Yeah, oh, well, okay. the arm oh, other parts. Yeah, so like I had problems with my neck and shoulders that I've been going to see an osteopath for, and um, 
after the booster, after one of the jabs, it, that really hurt. And then like one of my knees as well, really randomly really hurt. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the after the booster, I felt like someone had been, was sitting on my chest for, like I, I was taking really short breaths as well. It was like really hard to breathe in. Mm. Make sure you have Are your you feel it right now. Yeah, I feel much better now. Yeah, I've still got a bit of a cough, but I feel fine. Mm. Uh, F and I had our booster this morning, and um, I feel fine. I did. I felt fine after the uh, the previous jabs as well. My arms, like I can feel, is like got a bit of a dead arm, but I feel fine. But he also bit me like about oh. an inch away from the where I got jabbed. <laughs> um, which does he bite? Yeah, ethanol? We, uh, <laughs> it's, not really. Just but it's take because it out I'm like, on you. It's because I'm like playing play fighting with him, but he's not biting. It's like he's teething, you know. Um, he's just being playful. Yeah, he's just being playful. God, I love that little guy. It's 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 crazy how um, well, it's so obvious to say, but how much you like love your children. I guess <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that sounds like I'm a maniac. But there you go. So, but yeah, how do we get onto boosters? And biting of the boosters from One Tree Hill, the bitch mums. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and did you see Dom? I don't know if you saw, but I um, Oki sent it. No, sorry, Oki, I almost gave you fake credit. Our good friend who runs the Squirrel Collective, she, which is uh, it's like a uh, she knits hand knits things, which is awesome. She sent me that. Bethany Joy Lens, Haley was in a five video. Did you see it on my Instagram? Oh, I saw that you put a five video up, but I'd completely ignored it. I thought you were just putting some weird nostalgia up, so I just, I didn't watch it. <laughs> it Bethany Joy Lens is in it, oh. like pre One Tree Hill. It just flips to her, and she's in a bowling alley, just like all laughing and having the time of her life. Because, well, of course she would. Five are there. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Slam dunk the funk. Okay. And I found that I can, which is great for our Instagram, I can do something now. You can collaborate on Instagram where when you post something, you can collaborate with someone else and it gets posted on both of your pages and uh, at the same time. And the likes and all of the comments and whatever, it's like one post but shared between two accounts, which is great because now I can just post things for my account and it can po- if it's One Tree Hill related, it will post it on the Ravens account as well. Wow, that's clever. Yeah. Very clever. So there we go. I found out because I saw a collaboration between Gary Barlow and Peter Andre. Oh, my God. For anyone that doesn't know who Peter Andre is, he sung the wonderful <laughs> classic. Oh, wait. How does it go? I'm, I'm going into Liberian Girl by Michael Jackson. <laughs> this mysterious girl. Whoa, mysterious, mysterious girl. I want to get close to you. <laughs> oh, mysterious girl. I want to get close to you. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Spot on. And he's under the waterfall. Gary Barlow? And then Gary Barlow. And then Gary Barlow. (laughs) Um, Didn't take that. I want you back. 
Want you back for good. I guess. Nice time. I want you back. <laughs> yeah. But yet, Robbie Williams was a successful one out of that group. <laughs> <laughs> they've all Based, made a lot the of money. They've all made a lot of a money. Lot. A lot of a money. A lot. A lot. <laughs> I don't know if Take That or outside of Europe. Do you think, did they make it into America? I don't think, no, I don't, well, maybe a little bit. I don't think they really managed to conquer the States like others have. Who have? What boy bands from here have conquered? Oh, One Direction. The Beatles. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Okay. <laughs> One Direction will do. <laughs> I, I bet there's some crazy stats that, like, one... Isn't there something like that, that One Direction have had... No, it can't be. But, like, there's something like that, like a boy band like that have had more number ones than the Beatles or something like that, isn't it? Maybe. There's some sort of craziness like that. But, yeah. Okay, well, nine minutes. Shall we? <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> we actually did just end up padding it out until Lauren got here. <laughs> Okay, for this episode, it's the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you want to start with? I don't know. Who do you think Lauren will be least uh, bothered about us talking about without her being here? Mouth and Peyton. Oh, Peyton. Is she she a Peyton lover? I can't remember. I can't remember. Mouth, the mouth barely has a line. He... He is the M- he's the wedding MC because of course why not and the DJ he announces you know Nathan and Haley Scott again you know and he brings them in and then he's disappointed when Rachel chooses Hot Uncle Cooper again over him or well, doesn't choose but pursues that's pretty much it for Mouth isn't it basically yeah and then um, Brooke goes over to Mouth to say. Cooper's left with Rachel in the limo, so sorry. And he's like, "It's okay." And that's pretty much it. Yeah, he's just there as DJing. He looks really upset when the microphone gets dropped. Rachel like drops the microphone and walks off. He looks really upset. He's more pissed off about the equipment. I know my brother would mm. be. My brother would be like, "It's a fucking expensive mic. You drop it, you break it." Wait, wait. Next time you see your brother, will you let him know that he is he is basically mouth McFadden <laughs> he will not be impressed or happy <laughs> not he chose that life Is that, <laughs> I mean mouth's, mouth's more like the man at the front my brother's the, the geezer at the back that's not allowed to see humans <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> oh dear, yeah. I don't your brother used to scare me when we were kids like not scare, not scare me as in <laughs> Not scare me as in, like, like I've got great memories with him and, like, pictures of, you know, the three of us, like, in Spain and things, like, eating ice cream and having good times or whatever. But I always just knew from from early, from being very young, that your brother, as what we would say in here in the UK, is hard. He's like, it's hard. It's <laughs> hard. hard, isn't he? It's hard. Like, he... It beat you. It's hard because it's like you know, like you, like triple, quadruple, a million time, like black belt and all the rest of it, right? Only in taekwondo. 
that yeah he he did taekwondo for a long time he did jiu-jitsu for a while but i could definitely take him now so don't worry i got you back wow okay <laughs> good 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 did you and your brother ever have like like did you ever you always play fight with your siblings right i mean i told you famously my sister kicked me down the stairs um and then saved me um and told me that she'd saved my life mm-hmm. and she kicked me down there but did you ever have you obviously play had play fights with him you must have but did you ever have like it went too far like got a little bit heated always 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 I remember once we were at my mum's work when she, like, when she used years and years and years ago. I was very young. And, Wait, um, how young? We need ages. I must have been six. Okay, so how old no, have you actually, been? Maybe like... I was eight, so that makes my brother 12. Okay. And um, they, my mum, like, works in, like, nursing and mental health nursing and stuff like that. So, and, like, caring for people. And they used, health and social care. Yeah, health and social care. And they used to have like a toy room, activity room in her, in her old work where she worked before where she works now. And we were in there like after school once, just waiting to go home. And my brother was being so horrible to me, so horrible. And they had like a little <laughs> toy drum set, but the drumsticks were real drumsticks, like proper like big wooden drumsticks. And he was across the room from me, and I went. Oh, Harry, and he looked, and I just lobbed the stick, and it hit him square in the head, and he fell back, Uh-oh. and he was on the floor, and I was thinking, yes, best row ever, and then, and then he did this, like, like, he's lying on the floor, and then all of a sudden, just stares at me, just like his head flicks up, and he stares at me, and then I started running, and then he was running after me, and there were doors, and I couldn't get through the doors, and then I just got battered. <laughs> he got up to me very quickly and kicked the crap out of me. <laughs> he had a lovely red mark on the middle of his head. <laughs> Excellent. He was, so, I mean, he was I... nasty. He was a really nasty kid, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but has he made up for it now? Has he ever given you like a 15 year later apology or anything? Or like a, you know, my bad kind of never? No, it's just water under the bridge, is it? We move on. If if he told the story though, would it have been that you know you tried to massacre him with a drumstick and actually he was just defending his honour? I'd just say Dominic was being a little shit, so I chased him down and kicked the crap out of him. <laughs> there we go. That's it. There we go. I feel like Mouth would be a younger brother to someone, so maybe maybe you're the Mouth. Oh God, no. Oh, I was a younger brother too. So I could be Mouth too. Your Mouth. I'll be mouth on weekends. You take Monday to Friday. <laughs> I love mouth. He's one of my favorites. I will say though, on on this viewing, uh, because we've been watching it in detail, and lots of people pointed it out, I can see how he has problematic behavior for sure, for sure. And especially that we know that Mark Schwann kind of wrote mouth in his own image of being younger and stuff like i i get that but i try and see it for lee norris you know and see what he's bringing bringing to it and i think of mouth as like a wholesome character really just made some bad choices here and there Hmm. yeah he's he seems troubled at times doesn't he and then he seems like he will act very impulsively 
to kind of get his own way or to make a statement or make a point and then all of a sudden he's like the most philosophical character you've ever met it's he's quite up and down but i guess that yeah. comes with being a teenager as well mm, hmm. for sure definitely well this episode opens and closes with great uh monologue and narration from lucas and I thought when listening to this, I know we've had we've had some narration before from Brooke, we've had some from Nathan as well, and probably a couple other characters, maybe even like Whitey here or there. Is it fair to say that Lucas does the best narration and it feels One Tree Hill, like it feels quintessential? Yeah, I think if you don't have uh, Lucas kind of starting off the show or the episode with, you know, a quote from some great American writer, then it doesn't quite feel the same. It, it, it feels like, definitely feels like the episode is going to have a, a strange kind of turn to it. I think there's been an episode, so there's been an episode where Nathan started off and that was like very Nathan centric, that episode. And in fact, Lucas wasn't in it. Um, I think there's been an episode where Brooke has done the opening and it started off with some guy once said or something like that, you know, and that's it. Yeah. um, So it definitely means that the episode is going to take a different turn. But when, you know, when Lucas does it, it's kind of like, yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's quintessential one tree hill. You kind of know what you're going to get as well. And and I guess if someone else is doing it, you know what you're going to get as well, or that, that the episode is going to be slightly different or geared a a very different way. You're not, you're not going to end up with the same kind of, emotive response you know depending on what text he's kind of quoting at the at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode and yeah I, I, his narration is great you know at the beginning and the ends of, of the episodes i have to say that is i would have, definitely have to agree with you there and in your opinion now that you're three seasons in what would you say are the marks of quintessential one tree hill isms like what is it that you think is in theme in character and sort of unique characteristics to the show so like the narration it's hard like it's hard to categorize that i suppose because like each character has their own kind of set things don't they but i can't necessarily think of anything that's that particularly says like one tree hill if that makes sense the, the one's the ones that people always uh, sort of come to is uh, music, like the use of music within the show, and then the uh, that's like playing over the top. Uh, the use of the bands and the music, the musical artists that they're featuring in the show, basketball, literature. Yeah, I mean if teenagers having relationships with with rock stars is um is a theme then <laughs> one tree hill sets that boundary <laughs> yeah for sure for sure well ldg should be here any moment i as i say it she arrives <laughs> okay we are back and we are joined by raven extraordinaire legendary east coast finest in and out burger if she's on the west if she's on the east she's going to juniors for cheesecake 
LDG is here. How we doing? Hey guys, I'm good. How's it going with you? We are great. We're happy to be back. This has been the most anticipated podcast of for a very, very long time in that we've had to wait two weeks as well to be able to discuss it. And we're so happy that we get to discuss it with you. I'm happy to be here finally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lauren, we've got some light admin we have to do before we can get in to One Tree Hill, uh, which we need to know top five favorite shows of all time. One One Tree Hill doesn't have to be included. Oh, she's got paperwork. I'm so so glad you guys made that rule because my list would have been way too long and it wouldn't have wouldn't have worked out um where did i put it yes i took notes i'm a nerd um (laughs) well off the top of my head i can say uh supernatural which is one i know people have said and you guys have talked about um Mm -hmm. just because it's really good and it has a lot of crossover with one tree hill like um the girl who plays Rachel is married to one of the main characters on Supernatural. Um, and Hillary Burton Morgan's husband played Rachel's husband's dad on Supernatural. So Rachel right. actually introduced Hillary to her husband. Fun oh. fact. Oh, in real life. Yeah. And um, oh. Rachel's husband actually officiated hillary and um her husband jeffrey friend. he was like part of it oh wow um, facts. I, I know i got them all um <laughs> so besides supernatural um sons of anarchy is up there i don't think anyone said that one before um i think so yeah that's one of my favorites it's very shakespeare which i know is Dominic's thing. <laughs> Funny enough, I've watched I've watched a, like a season and a half of Sons of Anarchy and then stopped. I, I need to kind of revisit. I never really, I didn't really get into it at the time. I had a friend that loved it, and uh, I gave I gave it a try, but I, I've never gone back to it. So I'll, I'll give it a go again. It's based on Hamlet. I'll give it a go. Hamlet's a great play. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and even the characters' names kind of are the same. Oh, cool. I never like, noticed. <laughs> his best friend is named Opie, like Ophelia. All right. Okay. <laughs> Boom. I got you. By the way, uh, for those that are listening, yes, that is page t- turns that you can hear from Lauren in that she's got basically a book of notes. <laughs> it's so mixed in with my actual like paperwork notes. So that's why it's like flipping around because I'm like... <laughs> You don't want to hear about my patient. You want to hear what my favorite shows are. Um, another one. Um, Veronica Mars. Really good show. Um, Veronica's kind of my hero. I would recommend giving it a watch. There's only three seasons. So Dom, you can finish it in a weekend. <laughs> so there's that. Um, a tie between Friends and the U.S. Office. I can't put one above the other. Um, And also another show called Happy Endings, which is basically Friends set in Chicago. And it's 
incredibly funny. Again, three seasons. There's your weekend. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious and just so, so good. Um, and the comedy is really on point. So I guess those would be the six because I couldn't even narrow it down to five. <laughs> well, Lauren, you, you've posed is a great, great selection. You've posed an interesting question, though. And I feel like let's all answer it. We're going to push you for it. I'll start with Dom to make it easier for you. Know, you Dom, if you, ha- if you had to choose, what would you put as your number one? Friends or The Office? The Office. It's going to be The Office. Any particular reason? Um, I guess I'm very overly familiar with Friends. Um, it's just continuously on TV. It's never been off TV since it was like fully aired. So, um, yeah. And with The Office, I've only watched it through twice, and the characters are like insane, but but brilliant. So, yeah, sort of st- stick with The Office, I think. And Lauren, if you had to pick, mm, I can quote both of them pretty much endlessly. Um. Maybe friends just because it literally is my life in my twenties being in New York and I don't know. It just, it feels homey to me. Nice. What about you, Simon? Uh, Friends was so important to me growing up. It was like the first sort of sitcom show that I ever got into. And I remember, uh, back on VHS cassette tapes, like going the blockbuster and stuff. And they used to do this this deal for Friends videos. You get four episodes on a video, but it was buy one, get one free. So you'd, it would take you like what? Like eight videos or like, I can't do the maths. What's the maths? 20, take you like four, four or five videos. <laughs> Work it out later. To even get a whole season. And I... Uh, seven okay to get to like a whole season and uh it was yeah i loved it but the office is something that me and f watched together like years ago it's kind of like a show that we have mutual love for so i'd say that one i'm gonna i would choose the office but it's tough friends is timeless as well but lauren we need to know your journey with One Tree Hill, like when did you first watch it? You know, how did it become so important to you? Your favorite season, your favorite character? We need to know all of that. Um, so I started watching One Tree Hill totally legally, might I add. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, when I was going into my senior year of high school which would be grade 12 for reference um and i blew through the first couple seasons over the summer until i was like caught up (laughs) um and yeah i've probably watched it maybe this is my fifth watch Maybe, yeah, my fifth watch for seasons one through four and maybe my third for five through nine. Um, I just, I tend to go back to the first four seasons when I just like need to put something on to be comfortable and 
you know, um, kind of like Friends, it's that good background show where if you know what happens, you don't have to be watching it like a hawk. Um, and yeah, I, I tend to go back to those seasons more. Um, but yeah, it's been a couple watches. Um, yeah. And I loved the um, Nathan and Haley relationship. And I love Brooke. And yeah, the characters are just great. So. Well, you know, it's a whole psychological, well, you would know because this is what you do, right? But there's a whole science to rewatching shows that you already know what's going to happen. You're already familiar with the characters you, and being able to, there is that comfortability of just being able to kind of switch off a little bit and know what you're expecting, right? So, and I guess all of our listeners <laughs> I'm assuming can relate to that feeling because we all love to rewatch these shows and be fans of them. Uh, Lauren, if you were to choose a season, which one would be your favorite? And if you had to choose one character, who would be your favorite character? Season three, which sadly is coming to an end. Um, but what an end it was. Um, yeah. The, I think season three has probably my favorite episodes of all time. Um, this one included, which is why I'm here. Um, yeah, season three. Um, and well, man, probably Haley or Brooke. Uh, maybe if I have to pick one, they're pretty neck and neck, but if I have to pick one, um, Maybe Brooke, just because her character arc is so good. Um, and yeah, she has times where she can be pretty fucking terrible, but <laughs> she redeems herself in the end. And yeah, she just, she really cares about everyone that she loves and she fights for them. Not always in the best way. Poor mouth. Um <laughs> But yeah, she's just got a good heart. Um, and you'll see over the course of the show, she just gets even better. Excellent. And Dom needs to know what? Is it the crap film one? <laughs> Have you got a film that you love that is actually a little bit trashy? Um, it was like a terrible, terrible film, but just lives in history as a great film to you. Um, probably, have you guys ever seen The Room? Uh, yes. Is it recent? Is it like where the kid lives, is, lives in the room? No. So this, The Room, um, there was actually a movie made about the making of this movie, um, called The Disaster Artist. <laughs> um, so this movie, The Room... If you Google it, it comes up like top 10 worst movies of all time, <laughs> like everywhere. But it's so bad. It's good. I could watch it over and over again because it's just it's like. It, the dialogue is terrible. The guy who made it and starred in it is. Insane, for lack of a better word, he's just bonkers. He like paid for the making of this whole movie or like scammed people. I don't know. It was 
a lot of stuff going on. I can't, I can't remember um, his name. What's his name? Tommy Wiseau. That's it. <laughs> he is an absolute loon. Lisa, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> He's just, oh, God, his voice. It, the dialogue is so bad. It's like bad porn dialogue through the entire hour and a half. Simon, you might, Excellent. Recognize, you might recognize him, do you? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think I do. No. he's yeah, Honestly, he's just horrendous, but brilliant at the same time. He made the worst Excellent. of all time. And it's fair. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And then finally, Dom has a Christmas question. We're still, we're in the end of, Christmas trees are still up, so we still got to ask this. Yeah, it's still festive, isn't it? It's still Christmassy. What's a, what, What's your favorite Christmas film? Yeah, I was wondering if I was going to get this one because I had my answer all lined up. <laughs> Fucking Die Hard. Fucking yeah. Die Hard. <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone says. Don't care what Bruce has to say. Yeah, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) My dad, my dad was here yesterday, and um, he was like, "I was like, you see any good films lately?" He's like, "Yeah." Uh, He's like, "No, I watched a terrible film the other day. It was sci-fi, and it was starring Bruce Willis, and it was awful." And I was like, "Yeah, I think Bruce has checked out, you know, for the last few years." And he said, "But it was so bad, I had to keep watching it." So it was like it's probably one that could be on that list. Have you seen on Netflix? Don't look up. We F and I gave up on it last night. Oh. oh my god, I stuck with it. It is the worst film I've ever seen. Okay, good. Now I don't have to watch it. It's honestly, it's two and a half hours long. I stuck with it. I, kept, I stayed going. I thought this might get good. This might get good. This might get good. I got all the way through. And I have to say, considering the cast, you know, you've got Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, fucking Leo, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. It's fucking awful. What a dreadful film. What a god awful piece of shit that film is. Do not watch it. Do not waste your time. Dreadful film. Whoa. Oh my God. What a waste of money. Just fucking throwing money away. Might as well. Here's here's a big pile of cash. Let's just set it alight. That would have been better than this film. Wait, can I, can I just say the fact that you went through the cast and had to go and fucking Leo is because you, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't make bad films. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, what's going on? You make such brilliant choices. So shit. Um, we gave up on it with like an hour left. I paused it and F was like, there's an hour left. Don't, no, not doing it. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. I, I watched it today. So bad. I could have watched three seasons of Veronica Mars. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been so much better. There we go. I might need to apologize to Netflix, but for now, no. Dreadful. There you go. We watched uh, we watched something's got to give with Jack Nicholson and Diane Keating instead because that's like F's dream house that she lives in. <laughs> so we ended up watching that, but yeah, no, it is it is odd. I can right. Can we just do a spoiler alert? Spoilers. If you haven't watched the film and you want to watch it, skip forward thirty seconds. Lauren, do you mind if I ask him a spoiler? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Excellent. Dom, does the world blow up in the end? Yep. I thought it would. I thought that it would. I I, I said to uh, my girlfriend, like, this, there's two options. Miraculously, it works out. Or 
they're actually just going to destroy the earth because you know nobody seems to give a shit w- which way we go in and we both said earth's going to get destroyed and it got destroyed so honestly such I a think time. I think it's meant to be uh, my dad was saying it's meant to be an analogy for global warming and the fact that the media don't don't pay attention and it's not important it's more important what Ariana Grande is doing and those kind of things yeah so it's clever in that way but like they it was just executed poorly. It wasn't very funny. Jonah Hill wasn't funny in it, and I usually find him really funny in things. But why? Um, why? Yeah. Why bury all that money into it and, and and make it two and a half hours long for that message? So much more they could have done with it, with anything else. To be honest, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Dreadful, dreadful, dreadful. And and I got the concept as well. I got that it was about it's about the world and the current state of the world and no one gives a shit because they're uh, people only interested in looking at their phones and branding things and stuff like that but actually make a point of it don't don't make a two and a half hour shit film about it it was was so bad so bad hours is too long but for a crap film as well yeah i mean yeah it hurts because i think leo is my favorite actor like and has been from like day like he makes dom did you just make a face was that a leo face no no he's fine catch me if you can departed i said so he's many fine. he's fine it's all good fine he's just fine he's not saving bright ryan so <laughs> oh, well. i'm kidding that was a joke they, they a... reference save they reference saving private ryan in the movie yes they do they do jennifer lawrence does yeah, <laughs> but anyway. But let's 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 move on. We haven't yes. talked about One Tree Hill at all, really. Lauren, we haven't talked anything about One Tree Hill. We've talked a bit about Mouth, but we thought we might as well <laughs> save it for when you're here. So we've got an hour and nine minutes to talk about potentially one of the most important episodes of the whole show. So we have to also allow a good amount of time. For Dom's bullying at the end because he likes, as you know, so make him wait. (laughs) Hashtag make him wait. Yep. God. So, who do you want to start with, Lauren? Ooh. Okay, you guys said you talked about mouth. That's literally it. Just because he was the most ineffectual character of the whole episode. So we got him out of the way. Did he even say a line? Like, is he? background character this episode like he had a couple he had a couple he did lauren those records them cds aren't going to play themselves okay <laughs> hey lucky nathan and Haley have a free fucking dj on retainer like <laughs> for all the Andrew weddings DJ, they're gonna have we don't have to decide dj we have mouth <laughs> are they gonna have a wedding a season and mouse the dj everyone was he the DJ at Keith's wedding? He couldn't have been, was he? No, because that was in a church, and he's the DJ at the reception, and the reception never happened mm. for Keith's wedding because Jules, you know, fucked off. Um, <laughs> I bet she. I bet he was though. I bet Malcolm was like, "That was going to be my break. I was going to get into the wedding business, and then, but now it's happened for him. So actually, it's important." Yeah. Hey, free music. <laughs> But take so let's take him out of it. Who do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. I guess let's just get Rachel and Cooper over with. Ooh. I know well, who I want to save for last, which I'm oh. sure you guys know who I want to save for last. Because come on, 
<laughs> we done mouth. We just did mouth already. <laughs> well, Dom, you do the best synopsis. We know this. Yeah. Yes, that. So why don't so you do that and then we'll then we'll talk about feelings and thoughts. <laughs> so Rachel and Cooper's episode. Cooper Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. I already Full know name. I already know my Jesus. error. Hot Cooper, I apologise. ODG. I actually thought it was you that had messaged Simon to express that it should be Hot Uncle Cooper. It was not me, but when you said that, I was like, I would. I, I can see that, yeah. I, <laughs> I genuinely thought it was you. <laughs> um, okay, so Hot Uncle Cooper and Rachel are at the wedding festivities. They are giving eyes at each other during the ceremony. It's all a little bit awkward. And we, they have a moment between them where uh, Hot Uncle Cooper basically says, let Haley and Nathan have their day. Let's not ruin this. We'll get into it afterwards and we can discuss whatever you want. But, you know, for now, it is what it is. Let's just let them have their day and don't spoil it. And she's like, would I ever? And then she basically <laughs> gets, gets the microphone at one point, post Hot Uncle Cooper's toast, does her own toast about how he slept with a 17 year old and that's her and that you know how could two 17 year olds possibly know what love is and blah 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 and it's all very sad and she storms off and gets uh they have a bit of a heated argument outside uh and then she gets into the limo and drives off and he jumps in they pull over eventually they have a bit more of a row about um well firstly are you trying to kill me? That was that was quite amusing. A little bit of foreshadowing, and um, yeah, uh, she says she's got some news to tell him as they're driving back. It's kind of calmed down a little bit. They're talking. He basically outlines and says, "There, you, you know, there wasn't going to be anything between us when I thought you were like twenty six or whatever. It was just some fun." I didn't think you were, you know, you liked me that way. And she was like, well, I did. I, I lied about not telling you and so on and so forth. And it got a little bit more awkward. Things seemed to be settled down. And then as they're driving back, she tells Cooper something that then erupts into more of an argument. And we get the ending that we get of this episode. Great. Great synopsis. Lauren, thank you. You did a little bow. You did a little bow. <laughs> That's just for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Lauren, uh, what are your thoughts? Thoughts of Lauren, thoughts of Rachel and Hot Uncle Cooper. <laughs> Lauren and Hot Uncle Cooper. <laughs> is, that a, is that a partnership you'd be down for? I mean, yeah, he's pretty hot. He's a good looking dude. That's why he's hot, nice. Uncle Cooper, because he's hot. There we go. Yep. And he'll sometimes just break into your apartment and start cooking eggs in the morning. Or in the middle of the night, sorry. And put too much pepper in them. And sleep with Wait. a 17-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's the- lock, up your, lock up your teenagers, hot Uncle Cooper's about. And we all know Keith wouldn't do it intentionally. <laughs> oh, God. That killed me on the last one. Yeah, was the, <laughs> last night I was dying. <laughs> uh, uh, Lauren, what do you reckon? just she can't get out of her own fucking way like ever and just her announcing it at the reception 
ruining the toasts. I mean, we come to expect these things from Rachel. She likes to um, be a show off and she likes to be the center of attention. Um, you know, like outshadowing Brooke when they were cheerleading and like, I'm not shocked that she basically took over a wedding and was like, to sex with Cooper. Like, all right. <laughs> um, but I think also because she has that need to be the center of attention when Cooper, hot uncle Cooper, stops giving it to her and basically says like, this is over. We're cut off. You're not a part of my life anymore. It really kind of puts her in a tailspin because she is one of that character, one of those characters that needs um, outside validation from other people, whether it be a crowd or whether it be just hot uncle Cooper. But when she isn't validated, she kind of crumbles under the pressure, which she did in the last episode with punching the mirror and what she's doing now by getting drunk and ruining the reception and stealing the uh, honeymoon car. So, Yeah, for sure. I mean, and she says as much as, you know, she just, I, I need him to want me is she needs that exactly as you said, that external validation. She's got these such deep rooted insecurities in herself that she, can't validate herself she can't reconcile within herself which is sad and I think a lot of teenagers certainly feel that or a lot of people of all ages feel that and if we're lucky enough we are able to establish ourselves to become more secure within ourselves as we get older so that these things don't outwardly affect we don't allow ourselves to affect other people you know and she has allowed her insecurities to not only affect her but then her actions to affect the lives of everyone and to you know ruin that wedding reception luckily it like nathan and Haley don't seem too bothered by it right because it's not drama that involves them and they've been through so much drama that does involve them i mean dom how are you feeling about hot uncle cooper and and rachel i mean you've given the synopsis but what's your feelings on it it's a bit of a toughie isn't it this one because it's actually like it's a storyline that's followed more of a natural path so you know the whole pete wentz thing and peyton that was all like creepy and weird because you know pete was you know knew she was a high school student and there was that weird like age difference and it just felt very sort of creepy and unusual then we have Rachel that's lied about her age. And, uh, you know, Rachel, we know Rachel has made a lot of changes to her body and to herself. And she must be feeling that if, like, no one could have accepted her for the way she was, or that was what is in her head. No one could accept her for the way she was. So the, all this change, all these changes and differences that she's made to herself, she needs someone to accept her for what she is now. And if she can't even get that, it's like, why have I bothered making all these changes? You know, what's 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 the point in all of it? Why why have I put myself through all these surgeries and tried so hard to be something that I wasn't just to be rejected? Like I, you know, was when I didn't look like this, you know? And I guess that's the hardest part of it for her. So, you know, she's definitely fallen for hot Uncle Cooper, but 
you, you know, it also comes down to these insecurities you know, and making all these changes that seemingly have, have not worked. Um, and yeah, the Cooper side of it is a bit iffy, but I think he kind of handles it fairly well and is like, look, just stop being crazy. Let's go back. Let's, let me take you home. And she's like, no, no, no. All my stuff's at the reception. So it's like, okay, we, you know, we'll head back that way. And it seems okay up until the point of her telling him something. And he's like, I don't believe you. And this is this is when it all sort of goes a little bit horribly wrong because you just you just lie and you go, okay, we'll discuss it when we get when we get back to the place that we're going and when I've stopped the car and I'm not in it anymore. <laughs> One, yeah, uh, when I when I've stopped the car, we're not in it anymore. Um, then we'll discuss it and I'll call you a liar. That would have been like the sensible thing to do, but um, yeah, it all gets a bit hairy from there. I I also I agree. I think he handled it pretty well in that he remained calm and he was being kind to her and nice to her. And he was just saying, you know, it's it's just the age thing. But I think he could have emphasized that a little bit more. I mean, he doesn't know that she's got these deep rooted insecurities, but he could have literally just been like, look, you're awesome. You're you're really pretty and beautiful and all the rest of it. But I am like 10 years your senior or however much older he's, he is supposed to be. And just say, this is just an age thing. If you were older, then this would be great. But I can't be dating and sleeping with or whatever this is with a 17-year-old because that's wrong, you know, and it's icky. But you're not icky, you're lovely. <laughs> so let me drop you off and... That's all it is. It's not personal, um, but at the same time, it's not his. It's not his responsibility to be to for that to do that, you know, because she'd lied to him in the first place. But he he could have maybe emphasised that a little bit just to comfort. I mean, Lauren, what do you think? Or you think he doesn't need to do that? So, in counselling, we have these things called boundaries. And if you don't clearly define them, you get into trouble. So, yeah, Cooper kind of said his piece, but I don't I don't know if he was necessarily firm enough. Like if you don't make those boundaries crystal fucking clear. Bad things happen. And, you know, he's like, eh, we weren't that serious. You have, you should be older in my book. He needs to be like, no, 10 years difference. If you were older, sure, but you are not. So this is not happening. And of course he fucks that up when he sleeps with her after knowing that she's fucking 17. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to come back from that one, yeah. isn't it really? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's rough but i have a question for dom do you think that she is pregnant do you think it's her well that's that's what she's like alluded to isn't she i I actually think that um hot uncle cooper is so hot that he only slept with rachel three times and got three other women pregnant (laughs) that's um that's how that's how one tree hill works um uh, wait wait can i just can i just counter ask to add into the question so lauren's asking you know, do you think that you know she said that 
I'm pregnant. Well, she's definitely said I'm pregnant because that's that's kind of like the theme of the episode as well. It's like written in with all the sort of main female characters, with the exception of Peyton, um, who may or may not be having Jake's other illegitimate child. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, at the moment, like it's kind of on a on a stem of Karen. We know Karen is. She says it in the episode. Brooke has alluded to it. Uh, Rachel and is that it? And Haley, Haley's the other one. So Haley's a potential, and they are all Coopers. No, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's difficult. It's difficult whether she's saying she's pregnant as a as a panic thing, kind of like Brooke did, or like they had the pregnancy scare and and was that season two? One, one, yeah. So like early on, like Brooke, like freaked freaked out Lucas with the whole you know I'm, I'm pregnant and all of that. And the going to get pregnancy tests late at night and stuff. So maybe it was just to scare him into um, uh, have, have building that relationship and, and liking her because she was going to be carrying his child. But there's part of me that also thinks uh, there's a recklessness about him and about her and about the, the way they were doing things. And they probably wouldn't have used protection. Uh, or she might have said, oh, I'll be fine, you know... <laughs> I'll kind of deal with it after or something like that and hasn't and it has ended up in um in that way uh, pregnant basically um so I actually don't think Rachel is coming out of the car alive oh yeah yeah let's talk about predictions <laughs> so we know they go off the bridge they have yep. the accident Nathan jumps in to save them and I don't think Rachel is coming out of the car alive or, or will survive this, I think. Cooper will have dodged a very large bullet. Oh, God. I don't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that in that's such a harsh way. That, that sounded really, really bad. That's fucking harsh. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a way to dodge bullets, and then there's a way to kill teenagers, Dom. What is your problem? <laughs> I mean, it's her fault. She pulled on the wheel. Oh, just, I have to say, in the watch-along, Dom, your face, when she even like they start arguing in the car you literally took your sweatshirt and you were like <laughs> and you like straight up turtled <laughs> what i really didn't want to happen is yeah. for there to be a car crash and then hit Haley and nathan which is what it was building up to be i really thought if anything's going to happen i hope it happens to these two and not the two i like so um <laughs> i kind of worked out <laughs> Well, did it though? Because our boy Nathan's in the water. There's, there's no way he's dying. No way, no way. If if we get into season four, episode one, and he's dead, really, really need to consider if we go any further. Or well, Dom, you said <laughs> this gives me flashbacks to things you said about Keith. Yeah, exactly. I can't lose. I can't lose another one, Simon. <laughs> I can't lose another one. Okay. <laughs> So but Rachel's fine. Yeah, Rachel can go. <laughs> no one likes Rachel, even in the, with about, her own insecurities. What if, what if hot Uncle Cooper is dead Uncle Cooper? Dead hot Uncle Cooper. He'll still look good. He'd still look, he'd look good in a coffin. Um, I I think I'm all right with that as well, to be honest. I haven't grown to, to appreciate him or love him yet. So what he's no he, Keith. It's not too many dead uncles? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, dead Uncle Tree Hill. <laughs> <laughs> they bury the dead uncles in the hill. It's dead Uncle Hill. Dead Uncle That's Hill. what it is. They just they just bury him in the hill under the tree. Yeah. That's under the one tree. Under that one tree is a hell of a lot of dead uncles. <laughs> Just littered as somebody's brother. <laughs> somebody's uncle. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, then, let's, I was going to say let's park that, but they didn't manage to do that, did they? Off the bridge it went. So, Lauren, where now? Um, Let's go with Peyton. Do you want to give a shot at the synopsis or uh, do you want to keep the pressure on Dom? Your choice. Um, I can. Um, Let's do it. This episode is not so much Peyton doing things. It's like things happening to her pretty much. Um, So it starts out with her and Brooke getting in that fight. Um, They say some shit which we're going to talk about. Um, And Brooke slaps her. Throughout the wedding, Brooke is insulting her constantly. Um, Peyton saying, you know, he's your boyfriend. You can keep him. But do you love him? How dare you? Whatever. Um, And then she just kind of goes through the wedding and Lucas makes a dumb fucking move and gets her even more in trouble with Brooke. And she kind of ends the episode sad and alone on the dance floor with Lucas going home with Karen. Can we? Yes. Good synopsis. Let's, if we take it back and in order, because I think that first, when they have the first fight with Peyton and Brooke in Peyton's room, uh, Sophia Bush is acting. So Hilary Burns acting is great as well, but I mean Sophia Bush is the one that's like going through the emotions. Her acting was so good in that scene, and so good in in the load of Brooke scenes that we can talk in more detail about when we talk about her. But the, when she's like, she's like, he was on the door. Which if it was X rated, it'd be like he was on the fucking door, you know. But they couldn't have that bit in. It's so good, and it really gets you because yeah, there he is. He's on the door, you know. And uh, it does kind of make Peyton out to be selfish, like kind of super selfish. Is that unfair to say? No, she gets manipulative as fuck. When Brooke is confronting her, she literally says, you said you didn't even miss him. She's like, and anyway, you said you didn't even miss him. And it's like, bitch, come on. What? Yeah. Like, that is you trying to make yourself feel like you're not a backstabbing two-faced bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you didn't him. And she does her high voice thing that she does when she gets upset. You didn't miss him. I'm hungry. (laughs) I'm hungry. (laughs) Not far, Dom. Not far. Not far. We're getting... Well, still still a while. (laughs) I tell you what, Dom, I tell you... If I'm right, I hope I'm right, I think it will happen in 2022. That was in season five. Might not be. <laughs> I can't do maths, remember this. We, I thought we were going in 2025, we're going 2024. But... Well, 2022, like by July, we know that we would have finished season five. 
I understood what I said, Don. <laughs> I just, I just am not sure. I'm not sure because I'm not sure the epi- I think I, no, no. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. Oh no. Maybe it'll be 2021. You don't know. You might see it tonight. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> but wait. Okay, hang on. So I just want to. I just want to because I feel like this is going to be a point of contention. Something that happens to Peyton. Brooke says to Lucas, and we'll talk about Lucas a bit later, but, hey, can you just stay away from Peyton today? Can you just do the one one thing that I ask you to stay away? And Lucas, oh, he does know this, of course, she said that to him. But Peyton doesn't know this at the time, and it's, they're sort of waiting for the wedding to happen. And Lucas says, hey, Peyton, you look nice, and then walks on. Now, the chat was blowing up when we were watching this on the Watch Along Dom because, and Lauren, you know, because people were saying that that was a dick move from him, like as in sort of leading her on a little bit. I just want to say in his defense, in his defense, (laughs) of course, I just want to say objection, okay, because I think he saw her looking sad and on her own. At a wedding, no one around. She's just no one to talk to or whatever. I was just giving her a little boost. Like, hey, you look nice, Dom. I'd say the same to you if you was on your own at a wedding and you've got your suit on and whatever. I've seen you in a suit. I know what you look like. I'd say, hey, Dom, you look nice. But when I got, I put a little smile on your face. But when I got shot in the leg and I kissed you in the library and I told you that I was madly in love with you, and then I've gone and told your wife that I'm madly in love with you. And she said, yeah. don't go near him. Are you going to go near me? But you look nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you put it like that, yeah. it changes things a little bit. Well, I put it exactly how it happened in, in the last sort of four episodes. <laughs> it's kind of gotcha there. Yeah. Lucas right. is a douchebag. We know this. <laughs> no, you've gone too far. I'll take that my objection was overruled, but you know. What well, Lauren, what do you think? Is it too far? Is it too much? Yeah, he just really like Brooke literally told you to stay away from her. You don't have to do that. Like, I guess be a stand up guy and still be your friend, but you don't have to do the oh, you look nice. Like it was kind of leading her on in a direction um and i think makes it harder for peyton to not try to steal him he's making it's like it's like he's making himself available to a certain extent it's like it's not like he's shutting it off it's like saying i'm here you look nice i i kind of feel like so i'd I'd mentioned that brooke would kind of flip her lid and be pissed off about all this. Um, I don't know if flip her lid translates, but she'll be pissed off, basically. I, li- I liked it. Um, Down Palace of the Weekend. Down <laughs> Palace of the Weekend. Um, that'll make sense when you listen back, Lauren. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of said that Brooke would like flip her lid, be really pissed off and angry about the situation, and then we'll kind of calm to it and, and think, actually, yeah, they're kind of made for each other. And at the end of the episode, it was the kind of old dance with me moment. And I thought this is the calming to it bit. Because Lucas had said, at every opportunity, you push me away. And, and they they kind of to and throw with each other on, on that kind of point in that 
um he doesn't let her in she continuously pushes him away and there's just the continuous like almost like insecurities between them and they're not really a couple other than like it feels like kind of for aesthetic reasons that's that's kind of the only reason at the minute there isn't really that connection and I, I, I still can't see past Peyton and Lucas being together so I, I genuinely think that we'll get to season four and Brooke will go actually do you know what I was overly harsh to Peyton I still really don't really want much to do with her but also I can see how you two are better suited together so kind of just you've got to go with it Lucas and she'll go like see you later and let him get on with it Okay, can I just say... Oh, sorry, go on. No, I, I was just literally just going to finish off with... I, I genuinely think Peyton and Lucas are destined to be like married or something stupid like that. We'll find out. Well, can, <laughs> can I just... <laughs> my answer to all of them things. Can I just say that when when we get to the, the scene later, which is another great Sophia Bush scene, when she's saying... You know, I'm I'm not trying to push you away. I'm trying to hold on for dear life. Yeah, something of, towards that sentiment. Somebody wrote in the chat or messaged me. I forget. I'm sorry. I mean, LDG, it might have even been you. I, I, I'm sorry who, to the person that said this. But apparently, I feel like it's Magdalena. It's coming back to me. I think it's Magdalena. Yeah. Uh, it was? Okay. Yeah. Well, she was saying that this was the period where Chad and Sophia were actually, like, divorcing in real life and that those tears were, like, kind of real because this was... that She's kind of talking about things... Like, it, though, it's in, though it's in context of the show, it's almost uh, illustrating real life. What's the word? The art imitates life kind of situation. So when you watch it and have that context to it, it's even more painful to watch because you, you, as much as I love you, Chad, you can't help but feel for Sophia Bush in those moments. Lauren, what would you think? Um, yeah, it was it was Magda, and she did say that this is when they were going through their divorce. Um, so I I would buy that the tears were actually real. It doesn't hurt that Sophia Bush is a fucking phenomenal crier, as are all of the girls, besides Rachel. <laughs> she's not. It's not her fault. She's not Plastic best. surgery. She can't contort her face in those ways. <laughs> yeah, she's not the best crier. But um, yeah, I think it. it must have been so hard for her, like, the entire season. Because she has to work with him so closely um, mm. and actually when i was looking up the options for the songs for nathan and Haley's wedding dress because i know in the chat me and magda were going back and forth um and tammy um i also i found the songs but i also saw a little blurb where i guess around that time so the season three finale um sophia bush tried to give the writers and creators um an ultimatum like chatter me because i can't do no way um they must have found a way to calm her down and negotiate with her because you know i mean have some money (laughs) probably (laughs) that's that's not unreasonable that i mean it is a bit unreasonable well it is and it isn't because 
you could imagine or i could imagine if i was in that situation that you would feel a bit like that like i can't do this i can't work with someone i'm divorcing currently and it's public and a bit messy and all the rest of it so actually i can't put myself through it so it's one or the other you could imagine that happening and no judgment on that at all because i can't even imagine what that situation would be like the best bit of acting in the whole episode is when she's putting a table arrangement together and she's like in her in like a vest or something like that she just she's not even ready yet she's just sorting stuff out and he comes over and says his usual crap of like oh he pretty girl or whatever he says you know and she just goes hey and and just carries on and that like even that bit i mean there's no mug there's no mug acting in there but um i mean it was it was perfect it was absolutely brilliant and genuinely felt real so it must have been i don't want to talk to this guy i don't want to talk to this guy in real life i don't want to talk to this guy as my character and it and it really came through so yeah it must have been a very very difficult time for them mm. For real, like, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I don't even know how many examples of that there must even be in TV or film where that has happened like that, where it's real life and, and, and hard. I mean, I'm sure it has, but not so publicly. Like, I know we've spoken about this previously, like in Dexter, Dexter was married to Deb, they're the character names but the actors in real life and then they got divorced and then they carried on working together and they're working together now the new season of dexter and you know deb's in it so it but i think they ended on a very clean i don't think well i don't know but there wasn't like adultery and these kind of other things it was that they separated and was on good terms where this is not I mean, they're not even on good terms now and we're like 15 years removed or whatever from when this, when we're talking about difficult. Well, I know you guys are, well, Dom is forever behind um, because he can't listen to it. (laughs) And Simon, I know you're super behind. Um, But actually in Drama Queens, it seems like Sophia is actually starting to get over it because in a couple of different episodes she's been like oh my god and the way chad did that and it's like oh okay maybe now that we're like 15 years out you can kind of appreciate him as a actor because she she has like addressed him by name and said like yeah chad was so good in that part like doing this so seems like maybe we're getting towards them being able to attend a convention together without killing each other. So. It, that would be awesome. And it'd be so cool if they could be, if Chad could go on Drama Queens. Like that would really bring the whole One Tree Hill community together with it. Like that would be a really nice cleansing thing, I think. I mean, that's a big ask of both of them because that is difficult. But. Yeah, that would be really cool. And this is the other thing I meant to say. Lauren, I don't know if you're aware of this. Dom, of course, you're not aware of this because you aren't allowed to look. But Chad came out like a week ago, was saying that he's got an idea for a reboot that he's been kicking around, like script ideas and things. And that there's a WhatsApp group with cast members uh, and that they've been talking about it and trying to work out ways to do a One Tree Hill reboot obviously dom we can't talk about that because we can't talk about how the show ends up and all the rest of it but interesting wow 
If it gets re- there's quite a bit of buzz around it. If it gets rebooted, I guess we can just continue the Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> we'll never end. We'll never end. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be doing this until the end of time. <laughs> as, I'm good with it. As Haley says, till the end of time. Always. And forever. And forever. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, so where do we end up with Brooke? Where does Brooke end up in the end? Well, everyone's got, she's made everyone match in purses. So we get this whole conundrum of there's a, a positive pregnancy test who does it belong to our suspects are karen rachel brooke hayley simon (laughs) karen can't be a suspect because she's already she already says it's she is pregnant but it's not it's not her test it's not her bag that's right oh my god there's so much to talk about (gasps) dan dan i just spilled some wine on the floor dan (laughs) Luna, wine. <laughs> Can't have wine. Grapes. Poison. Oh. You're a monster. Oh, I didn't mean it You're like a that. You're a monster. I didn't mean it like that. Um, Just because you, well. you use her as a hoover, that was all I was getting at. <laughs> Dorito hoover, yeah. yes. There you go. What are dogs for? <laughs> Love and vacuuming. There you go. <laughs> for sure. Well, I... Yeah, go on, Lauren. I like how we just naturally segued from Peyton to Brooke, which I guess... Well, uh, yeah, actually we didn't sense. mention any Peyton. <laughs> we, yeah, we... But we did finish with Peyton because a lot of her stuff is wrapped up in what's going on with Brooke. Um, so I guess let's just say we're finishing up Brooke now. Um, so she ends up, we don't know if she's pregnant or not. Um, I did want to say her acting in this episode is fucking phenomenal fucking phenomenal yeah the starting fight fun fact in that starting fight when she slaps the door and is like he's on he's on the damn door and on me and like smacks it um (laughs) sophia bush actually hurt her hand doing that because it's really good it's really good she has um She's got Italian heritage, right? I think Sophia Bush. I've heard her say stuff like that before, and it was kind of very like it felt Italian. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like the way she sort of hit the door, and it was very like emotive. Yeah, it was brilliant. I, I I spoil it now. In that moment when I saw that, I was like, "Yep, that's performer right there. Can't not be." And then she accelerated it even further later with the "I'm holding on for dear life" and the tears. Yeah, it phenomenal for sure. Um, and her toast, I actually liked. I think her toast was probably the best, just because it was like very honest. She's like, "I'm not really an eloquent speaker," which, bitch, yes, you are. Stop <laughs> it! You're such a liar. You're freaking student council president. Like you're fine. Um, <laughs> But then she, like, admitted, admits, like, you know, I'm going to take some words from Shakespeare because he's the only one that can kind of do it. But then when the, my favorite part is when she gets to the end and she's, like, you know, talking about Nathan and Haley's love. And she's, like, and it scares me to say it out loud because then I'm afraid life will 
try to beat it out of them, which would be a shame, which I think is just a really beautiful sentiment. Because life did try to beat it out of them, but they came through it on the other side. And that's just being her usual, astute, all-knowing self. For sure. And you know something, just on the point of you saying that, which is why I think people enjoy Naily so much as a as a couple is because that is what real relationships are like you go through peaks and valleys ups and downs like uh, a a perfect relationship by the term perfect in my perspective in my opinion is one that has had trials and tribulations because that's how you grow you know you can't I can't remember what there's there's quotes about you know you need to have some pain to get to the good to know what good feels like you know that's what that's how you create true you know brilliant relationships and I think that's what we enjoy within Naily is that they've had those downs so when we get their ups they're like earned like they've they've earned that you know and yeah yeah full stop period Dom do you have predictions for Peyton, for Brooke? Um, just trial separation, I guess. They're just, they'll drift apart for a little while. Um, I think there'll be moments of kind of rekindling a friendship, but probably later on in season four. I mean, last time it it took them, it took them about 30 minutes to, to sort their friendship out, didn't it, last time, like in the hotel thing. But when it comes to um their relationship in general it's been a bit up and down like and all over the place so i kind of think maybe it might take like half a season for them to work shit out but i i I still genuinely believe that brooke is at some point going to go you know what lucas go and do what you got to do with paying go over there and and make that happen because i think you're made for each other i think she'll kind of figure that out but I don't know when that's coming. <laughs> Hopefully soon. You never know. It could happen in the next episode. But I think I think the next episode is going to be pretty Nathan heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to have to wait 30 minutes to find out. So. I know. It's, it's scary. <laughs> it's kind of a lot. Um, yeah. Where, where would you like to go next? So I think we, we kind of finished off Peyton. Brooke, in terms of Brooke... The the oh the pregnancy thing I, I haven't really touched on that so when Karen she says, I'm late and the way she subtly does it where she's like I'm late late to get ready yeah and it I, actually I think wasn't that subtle it was it was really thrown in and she was yeah, like really stressed it, like, and really throws it in and she's like hmm <laughs> she was but Lucas trying to be subtle but it was like I was like come it's like Lucas is a bit too much of a dumb boy to have caught on that and figured that out and realized what the hell she was actually saying but the rest of us knew we all worked it out um especially those of us that hadn't seen it before and karen and lucas kind of find the bag together and find the the pregnancy test and karen's not immediately raging and disappointed and slapping him around the head she's like you know what i'm kind of i was in that boat i'm in that boat again i'm gonna be raising another kid without a dad so, you know, you've had some great experiences. Uh, Karen is kind of accepting of it. So I think, I think, I think it's a mistake though. I think Brooke is the one that isn't pregnant. I think Rachel might have been. 
Brooke isn't, and Haley possibly is, but I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I, I guess this is the gamble, but I, I, I'd be really surprised if they threw a kid at Lucas and Brooke now, considering considering they're about to split up. Um, but but that could happen. So yeah, that's my concern for them. <laughs> well, guess what I'm going to say, Dom. You'll just have to wait. <laughs> and yeah, we'll find out. So. Let's, Lauren. Can I just ask quickly? Are you? Ne- is a window on your left? That's how I always imagine it, and I always imagine you're looking out at the New York sky. Is there a window right there? There. Yeah. I'd always, Classic. I'd always assume that as well. Funny that. <laughs> is that? Is it more window above that like pillar that's to that's just above your head to the left? That's a lamp, isn't it? Yeah, this is a lamp, but behind. Oh, okay. It's like. The windows take up almost the whole wall. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'd always assumed, I didn't know that was a lamp. I would assume that was like a pillar going and you've got like double windows. Dom's like really upset with me that I didn't see that that was a lamp. Tell the truth, I saw it in your eyes. I don't care <laughs> that you didn't notice no, it was a lamp. No, you was really upset. <laughs> Lauren, did you see how disappointed he was? Do you know what kind of pressure that puts on me for not knowing a different lamps, pillars... Palindromes. <laughs> you shut you shut your mouth right now. <laughs> We've been over that. He's getting aggressive. Well, it must be must be boozy boozer clock. <laughs> He's had one too many. Gobl- He's going the down, goblets here. down the palace at the weekend. <laughs> He's had one too many. <laughs> My favourite thing, if it's not been clear in all these episodes, is to get pretend angry with Dom and then just laugh at his reaction. Okay, it's clear. People know. Okay, good. <laughs> Great. And not discuss okay. One Tree Hill by the looks of it. <laughs> I love One Tree Hill. I've said it so many times. Lauren, where are we going? We've got so many good characters left. Yeah. Not much time. Um... We, I think we pretty much covered Lucas for the most part. Whoa, okay. Well, if we're not talking about Lucas, the only one bit we've got to talk about is one I have actually have a problem with. Yes, a problem, Ooh. which is with his toast. And the reason I say it oh, yeah. is because he does it with this air of such obnoxiousness. You're 17. What do you know about love? What do you know? The, the bit when he says, like, you know, um, it's a rare thing for uh, people of our, our age and uh well of, uh, of any age really to uh you know understand the the love and the binding and the, the you're 17 you play video games and watch a lot of porn <laughs> that's all you do and that's fine that's what 17 year olds do but you don't make toasts that are i couldn't make a toast like that now 34 and we podcast and we speak publicly all the time we can't do that not doesn't happen. I, I have. Wa- You're not Al Pacino. You're not Jack Nicholson. You can't do it. I, I, Will you want me on that? Wall? <laughs> you, you need me on that wall. <laughs> I have one thing to add to that because you're absolutely right. But when he's out playing basketball on the river court, and Nathan appears and says, "Do you miss it?" and and he sit like he says, "Yeah, yeah, all the time." I I come out here when I can't sleep or whatever. You think I would be allowed anywhere? At that, like at any time, if I couldn't sleep, do you know what I mean? At that age, Dominic, we know this. They don't fucking lock their doors. They don't fucking sleep. 
They're just <laughs> awake with unlocked doors all the fucking time. That's Continuous. how it is. <laughs> Continuous and state of awake. Basket- he's playing basketball in like loafers or something. Oh my god! And like some like leather shoes. Like, what are you doing? You're going to cause yourself a real blisters everywhere. <laughs> the injuries, and you're going to ruin those shoes. <laughs> Karen's not made of shoes. <laughs> She has got claws, though. Talons. She's been called an old boot once every now and again, but doesn't mean she actually is one. <laughs> Do it, Dom. Say it. Karen! <laughs> yeah, he... <sighs> and another one thing is that's in my notes is when him and Brooke are having their kind of argument before the toast. Literally in my notes, it says, fuck you, Lucas. Chris Keller was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's saving that one up though, hasn't he? Yeah, he literally like whipped it out, and she says it. She's like, "I can't believe you'd use that as a bargaining chip," and I'm like, "Word, fuck you, man." <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it's so it's so true. But I have to say, I have to say that is something you could imagine people doing, though. <laughs> like a teenagers specifically, but just like. Mm. Well, I'm going to throw that one out, which I'm saying it's not right. It's terrible behavior, but it felt true to life mm. in some aspects. Come on, don't lie. They, Especially if you're a teenager, you would have thrown that out. It, it, it's not right to do, but you would have. Yeah, it was clutching at straws massively, and that's definitely a, a teenage sort of thing. Well, it's a now thing to do, to be honest. <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the old, well, I forgave you. Yeah. So, do you remember when you fucked can we up? Just, <laughs> can we just call this even? Go to Nando's real quick. I've got a whole chicken on my rewards card. Dom, I've got three chickens, seven half chickens, and eight quarter chickens. And do you know why? Like, all for free on my card. <laughs> you can only use the card if you go there in person. I can't go there in person. There's a global fucking disease. <laughs> I can only order online. And you know it, Nando's, and I've had enough. Well. <sighs> got a fucking battery of chickens that i can't even get i don't even eat them but i could be giving them out to people is it is there anything else that begins with an n that we can bash it has to come from lauren though because i i bash netflix you've just bashed nando's something begins with an n we'll think of it we'll get there <laughs> it'll, it'll come up at some point <laughs> it'll happen nissan cars no they can't be bashed they're perfect. Leave them alone. Leave <laughs> just F's getting a Nissan in a few months. Well, she, so. she, she getting a Micra? Uh, Duke. Oh, mum car. She's wanted a Duke for yeah, standard. Perfect mum car. She's wanted a she's wanted a Duke for a long time. Do Nissan Dukes exist over there, Lauren? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> They're kind of like they are like mum cars. They're like perfect mum cars, but. Soccer mums. You call them soccer mums. You know how it goes. What are we talking about? Lucas being a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Lucas right. being a dumbass and telling Brooke that he kissed Peyton again. Yes. I literally That's wrote perfect, in, though. In perfect in all caps, it says, Lucas, you fucking dumbass. But that that's a perfect payoff. Like we've been waiting, like what maybe six episodes for that to pay off because it happened in sixteen, right? We're on twenty two, so it was like it was perfect payoff. I mean, Dom, did you see that coming? Because we haven't. You said that that's going to come out at some point, but that's it. What a time to come out! 
it, it had to. And it was kind of the classic, oh, you know, I'm angry at this person because of this, that and the other. I was like, oh, they told you. Oh, okay. Okay. It's kind of like a relief because it's a weight off my shoulders. But yeah, we, we kissed and we were like, and then it's like, what are you fucking talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You put your foot right in it. You're a piece of shit. And then it's like, Rah. so is the, is the bit when she says, Again? <laughs> and she literally says it like four times. She like like It was rough. Great points. <laughs> yeah, perfectly. I mean, Dom, that's how you felt, right? I, I, yeah, I couldn't believe it to be honest. It was, it was like, his. He's like, like a cowboy. He's got a gun and a holster, and he just shoots himself in the foot. Perfect, perfect moment. And, and, <laughs> just and then, shoots his toe and off, and then she pulls out a gun and shoots him too. You know. <laughs> well, okay, so that's Lucas. Let's just leave him there, right? Dom, quick prediction on Luke. He's going to find out whether Brooke is pregnant or not, and I don't think. She is. I don't think it's going to be her. I think she thinks she is, but it's be like stress related and it will turn out that she's not. That's what I think. I think Rachel is probably going to turn out. Rachel and Karen are going to turn out to be the only ones that are pregnant. Okay. There was, we'll there find was, out. there was too much emphasis about Haley's birth control a few episodes ago for it. For, and like the whole entrapment thing for it to, for it to then be that she's suddenly pregnant. Can I just quickly put out, there's this whole thing about Nathan being a porn freak that they keep making these jokes about. Can we just say he really didn't do that much? Like, yeah, he bookmarked a couple sites, okay? <laughs> but he's really not a porn freak. Like, it's not like he's... It's not like he's watching some, like, super graphic stuff. And what was it, Dom? Amazonian Queens or something? Amazonian something, yeah. Goddesses or something. Amazonian like, women, yeah. You know, it's really, he's all right. He's all right. But, um... Busty Amazons. <laughs> was that what it was? I don't know, something like that, though, isn't it? I think, I think the word busty was in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's, he, it's, he was probably 16 at that point. It's life, you know. It's, it's the adventures <laughs> of hormones. But... Lost my point completely. It's gone. So who <laughs> we got to move? We got to talk about Haley, Nathan. We got to talk about Dan, Deb. Where you want to go, Lauren? Um, well, I think we've talked about Karen, like her whole storyline. She's pregnant. Whatever. We got it. Um, yeah. But that's not her purse. Um, can we go to Dan and Deb because? okay let's do it who's going where are we going who wants it who wants it who wants it come on dom go 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 dom go 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 we've got 16 minutes including judgments let's go uh so so we know that um dan is is struggling with with his emotions he's struggling with guilt but he also believes that keith is the one that attempted to kill him and murder him and uh deb still has the injunction or the what's it called restraining order. the restraining order against him 
and he's visiting Keith's uh, grave and Deb comes to sort of pay her respects as well and he makes the the comment about, you know, you're not 100 feet away or whatever it is. And yeah, there's all the, the difficulties between them. I think this, there's a scene with them driving with Nathan in the limo to the wedding and it's fantastic because it's just silent and they're sitting there looking awkward as hell and it's like probably probably the best scene in the in the whole episode just for pure awkwardness. Um, but yeah, Dan just kind of goes on this strange journey of being still a bit of a bastard at the beginning and Deb just whacking him right in the face with some information that, that I think I knew would come out eventually. I just didn't think it'd be this soon. Uh, and I was absolutely amazed and shocked and everything. You know, if, if you, if you're one of our Ravens, you can watch the video because you didn't join us on the watch along, then watch the video because you will see my reaction. It's a little bit like just a pure amaze that Deb just throws it in his face. Just like, you know what? We're never going to walk down the aisle again. We're never going to be together again. And it wasn't Keith that tried to kill you. It was me. <gasps> shock. Like yeah. mega, mega, mega shock. Oh, yeah. And then she just walks off. Like mic drop. It's like enough is enough. Enough is enough from this guy. And then a whole world of shit just tumbles down on him doesn't it and it's just like oh crap i shot my brother and he wasn't the one that was trying to kill me um so he's he's now guilty of murder you know i mean he was guilty of murder anyway but now he's really guilty of murder um it wasn't revenge it was just an act of aggression and violence and paranoia and he um finds out that karen is pregnant she she admits it you know he's kind of doing lucas's bow tie and trying to be like a dad and just be helpful and um he's then there for karen and says i'm going to be there i'll be there for the kid and eventually he goes back home and murderer murderer or murder murderer is written on the wall in in red paint slash maybe blood do you this is my question so we know that creepy ghost boy keith um may i say one of my favorite lines from dan where is where he goes shut up you smart ass little ghost or something like that (laughs) smart ass little ghost um that's a figment of his imagination or his guilt um do you think the murderer on the wall is his imagination or do you think it's real i i hadn't that haven't hadn't even really crossed my mind that it wasn't real I think it's real because it looks like the place is a little bit trashed up unless he's done it himself and he doesn't remember doing it. That would Like a fight club type situation. Yeah, so he's doing these things kind of... I mean, nobody sleeps anyway, so he's like somnambulist kind of doing this sort of shit on the wall uh, and doesn't realise he's doing it. But I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I, I've I've hoped that someone had seen, someone had no, like noticed what he was up to possibly what was the name of the little girl that got let out of the room abby brown yeah maybe her maybe abby brown's got a dark side and she's writing murderer on the walls (laughs) (laughs) firstly abby brown is running track somewhere because do you remember she was an athletic phenom (laughs) do you remember that he's doing the arms that's mean (laughs) Um, um, I I I kind of think someone 
Someone is in the know. Someone's got to. Wait, why? Why her? No, just because she was let out and she might have still been in the school. That was a, that was a joke. It's not really going to okay, be. Okay. It's got to be someone that's closer and has access to Dan. That's going to be the only thing that saves Deb. It's the only thing that will prevent him from going after Deb is that somebody else knows what he's done and he needs to mm. protect himself. And it's going to be about self-preservation. I haven't got time to focus on kind of ruining Deb's life and making her situation difficult other than him now knowing. But somebody knows what he's done. So it's 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 all about self-preservation. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really keen to see where that goes. Really keen. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, and then let's just part that for a second. We haven't talked about Nathan and Haley. There actually isn't... There are good stuff to talk about with them because obviously they're kind of the centre of it, but they're also not surrounded by the drama. Mm. Like Their stuff's quite smooth, really. I mean, they're... That the ceremony is nice. Nathan, he wakes up at the beginning of the episode and he's having these dreams or premonitions or whatever about water and he's asking Lucas through like the walkie-talkie feature on their cell phones or whatever. Oh, 2005. You know, sure... Oh my God, I can't even tell you. <laughs> Those were a thing. They were called like Nextel two-ways. I think that seems dope. I wish the iPhone had that now. I'd be onto you dom all of the time <laughs> just ate my cocoa does. pops what are you doing you do on your watch mm-hmm. the apple watch does can you you can walk your talk on the watch yeah oh i didn't know that i um i had to i gave my watch to f the other day because i smashed hers by accident because i threw it to her out of the window um and it just didn't land on the grass it landed on the concrete and smashed she said to throw it, not me. <laughs> and I said, then we, I said, go stand on the grass. And she was like, it'll be fine. And it smashed on the concrete and just smashed everywhere. And I was like, I feel really bad. Take mine. And she did, wouldn't take mine. I had to like force her to take mine. Anyway, don't have it anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I didn't use it anyway. Dom, I just FaceTime you. I know you love that. Oh. But <laughs> okay, so uh, they kind of have a smooth episode. They decide to go. They go to London, Dom, to come and see us. But because it rains all of the time, and they love doing it in the rain. <laughs> because Nathan's a porn freak that loves doing it in the rain. Rains in the Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. Tropical rain. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's his thing. That's his kink. His fetish. Being so <laughs> rain. In the rain. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I guess one thing about them is their vows were really cute. And also Nathan pulls a, like, can I get a Nathan? He gives her a new ring that's like diamond encrusted. Like, what? <laughs> can I get a Nathan? <laughs> yeah, Gary's paying a bit oh. extra this week at the uh, pretzel stand or whatever. <laughs> oh, Gary. I miss that little guy. <laughs> and he's not being stuck in the dumpsters um by nathan and his crew i've got a question so lucas got to give away Haley, and then was the best man oh, that was that was nice that was nice great yeah. hot uncle cooper was involved where the fuck is tim tim would have been there no. this is bullshit where is tim so raven or pigeon please go and find out what the hell the actor was doing at, around this time because he should have been there it's just nonsense that tim wouldn't be involved in some way Potentially, we already all know the answer, but... You're dead. <laughs> no, the actor's not dead. 
Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? these things. Keith's not on purpose sleeping <laughs> with teenagers. You want teenagers dead. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. Fundamentally. I don't want We've got Lauren them here. To be She's dead. a counsellor. Lauren, can you have a look? Can you sort him out? Yeah. <laughs> Might take a couple of sessions, but uh, we'll see what I can do. I'm not Dig, a into that. Dig into that brain. <laughs> not a miracle worker, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, Tim, where is Tim? You're right. He should be there. So that's all. Keep an eye. We'll see what happens. Is there anyone that we've that we've missed because I'm worried about judgments? Nope, I think we're good. We just need to okay. just briefly say that Nathan's heroics at the end is admirable. Jumping into ah. what can only de- de- be described as sewage and uh, getting himself <laughs> yeah. into into the limo and then begging for help. The flawless dive. It was beautiful. Tom it Daly would be proud. Help me, I'm dying. <laughs> well... On that exact point, can I just add in, because I want to see if Dom notices what it would be. But you know how uh, on Instagram Reels and I'm sure on TikTok, I don't know how TikTok works, but (laughs) there's that, there's like an infamous Reel of um, the stunt doubles when uh, Lucas and Dan are driving in the car against Felix, right? There's another Reel that happens from within this episode we're about to watch and it's comparing two different things that's all i'm gonna say i just want signal me when we're watching the episode and then tell me if you've noticed what these two things what you reckon they're they're uh comparing don't say now just when if you see it signal me i'll pause it and then yeah okay so is the episode tonight the other one tonight right, yeah okay. okay um Okay, well, then anything that we've missed, we'll talk about in the judgments. Uh, so let's go into judgment land. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and how could you not, then help us out. Check us out, ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through. Oops. But, Lauren, they also go through. Nets. Ravenshoops.net. Lauren, who's your favorite performer of this episode? Sophia Bush. How could how could she not? To flawless every scene she's in. Honorable mention to Joy Lens for the <laughs> end, where she's like screaming, "That Cooper!" and it's just like, "Oh fuck, it's bad." So I'd love it if I'd love it if Nathan just popped his head out of the water and said, "It's hot, Uncle Cooper. Get it right." <laughs> back down, <laughs> Dom. Uh, literally, word for word, Lauren stole, literally stole the words out of my mouth. It's uh, Sophia Bush's best performer of the episode. And uh, again, honourable mention to Bethany Joy Lenz for particularly the scene at the end. I just wanted to say, she says at one point, um, uh, Lucas says to her, oh, it takes all of this for you to get ready. And she's like, oh, everyone got ready in this room, you know. And then she even says, even Rachel and Brooke, which... Brooke would get ready in that room anyway because she's the maid of honor. It didn't make sense, but anyway, she's yeah, honorable mentions. That that's plot device to say that all the, all their purses are in here. Yeah, you know, for the preg- pregnancy well, test. Thing. And um, I think it was also a signal of like 
Rachel and Brooke being in the same place, getting along. Yeah, yeah, odd. How about mm. odd? But yeah, but she, uh, Sophia Bush, definitely. What about you, Simon? Sophia Bush. <laughs> Favorite <laughs> character, Lauren. Um, I think I'm also gonna say Brooke. I'm gonna double up with with her. Nice. Dom, uh, I went for the hero of the episode, Nathan. Oh, yeah. Nathan was mm. was my favorite character. Yeah, mm-hmm. Simon. Oh, go Nathan as well. He pulled all the stops out, gave him the ring, gave him the ring, gave uh, Haley the extra ring, <laughs> gave Haley the new ring, and yeah, jumped in was heroic. He was great. What about your favorite background performer, Lauren? One line or less. I so wanted to be able to pick michelle featherstone but fuck she says two lines <laughs> i'm like god damn it why um so i guess the carriage driver that drives Haley into the wedding mm-hmm. nice. Very nice. um there's a person sitting behind karen clapping at the ceremony part of the wedding and i'm sure it's the same person that's sitting behind nathan clapping at their little function that they have, you know, where they do all the skits and stuff. I'm sure it's the same person, but if not, they look very alike. So, yes, that person that's sitting there clapping. And shout out to the people you noticed in that same scene on the watch-along. You called it. Mm-hmm. What did you see, Simon? Well, they're my background performers, Dom, <laughs> is we see the camera operators yes. <laughs> um, that are just on like a sort of a moving, like a sliding conveyor belt kind of thing to get this wide shot. And you can see them when they pan out of uh, to see the whole wedding, which, to be fair, that's the only time we've noticed that. Um, so, yeah, no, I was proud of noticing that. <laughs> Lauren favorite song we didn't get to talk about some of the songs in this and you're wearing a led zeppelin t-shirt so i'm guessing that's going to give it away a little bit but what was yours obviously babe i'm gonna leave you by led zeppelin it i think this is one of the most impeccably timed like song to sequence one of the best i've seen in television like ever it's like perfectly timed so, obviously, I have to go with Led Zeppelin. And was it you that said in the chat that they spent, like, obscene amounts of money on this? Um, I believe it was Jay who said on the Patreon that they spent a whole bunch of money. Oh, um, that's right. Okay, I yes. was the one who added the fact that this is the first time Led Zeppelin allowed the, one of their songs to be played in TV and film ever. This was the first time. There you go. Perfect. And thank you for remembering because I get so many messages and things, please. I do my best. Um, (laughs) Dom, Um, what was yours? I went for uh, Michelle Featherson's song. No, fuck that. I went for uh, Babe, I'm going to leave you uh, by Led Zeppelin, which is just uh, the best song of the series. Probably the best song that's been played in One Tree Hill so far to date. Uh, fantastic it's really well put in as well love that song brilliant song you simon favorite song 
Well, I just want to give honourable mention to... There's, there was quite a few songs in here that I liked. To the Snow Patrol song, Chasing Cars, to... That is what it is, right, Dom? You, you, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Da, da, da. Yeah, that one. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> and... Um, also, I like, is it the Gavin DeGraw song for their first dance? Right, Gavin DeGraw, right? Okay, I'm so unconfident with this. But I'm also choosing Led Zeppelin because that was um, an amazing way to end the finale. It's up there with the uh, Lavina song at the end of season two, you know, when the dealership's burning down. It's like super memorable with the music. Yeah. Lauren, favourite line? Ooh. There are a bunch of good ones, but I made sure to write it down so I would get it just right. Open your eyes, Dan. I don't love you, and I'm not coming back to you. And Keith didn't try to kill you. I did. Mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. And such a good... Oh, when she says it, you, you just see he's like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Dom? Yeah. Favorite line is, Keith didn't try to kill you. I did. Brilliant line from Deb. Really, really well delivered. And again, yeah, Paul Johansson's acting at that. Fantastic. Yours, Simon? Same. Yeah, it has to be. Has to be. And then, have I have I missed any? That's it, isn't it? Just the yes. precious, precious rating. <laughs> so finally, the just real quick. Yes. Um, sun-kissed sighting. Haley in the beginning is wearing a sun-kissed t-shirt. Just needed to throw it out there. <laughs> it's important. Yeah, love that. And then Dom, we kind of have enough time to talk about it, but they, uh, there was a viewer vote for what their first dance was going to be out of three songs, so the viewers voted for that song. But we're on to the precious, precious rating. Lauren, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Absolutely. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? Stay exactly the same. Dom, same questions. I had a number, and it stayed the same. What about you, Simon? Yep, same. Ready? We'll say it after three. One, two, three. Ten. Ten. Easy money. That's easy money. That's net. Nothing but net. That's a no-look Nathan free throw. (laughs) That's championship, baby. We're going to the playoffs. Okay, well, Lauren, we appreciate you. It's been an honour to have you on the podcast. We thank you for your support. You have been a great ally, a friend, a raven. You're not pigeon. I look at you and I see raven. Dom, say nice things to Lauren. <laughs> Lauren, you've been fantastic. We've been really looking forward to having you on. It's your first episode, a mega episode. Uh, I already look forward to the next one and the massive notes that you're going to bring to it. And yeah, I love that you um, kind of swear like a sailor as well which is fantastic kind of like we do so it's, it's, you're just perfect so thanks so much <laughs> love you guys we love you also and Dom in a Newcastle accent because that is our favourite let's hit Ravens on three oh we are time for Ravens on three one two three Ravens, Ravens. <laughs> Jamaican <laughs> <laughs>